This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, September 19th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Britain and the world are laying Queen Elizabeth II to rest at a state funeral that is drawing presidents and kings, princes, and prime ministers, and up to a million people lining the streets of London to say a final goodbye to a monarch whose 70-year reign defined an age. A day packed with funeral events in London and uh, Windsor began early when the doors of 900-year-old Westminster Hall were closed to mourners after hundreds of thousands had filed in front of her flag-draped coffin. Many had waited for hours in line, including through cold nights, to pay their respects in an outpouring of collective grief and respect. David Beckham waited six hours. Oh, my gosh. No, 13 hours. Oh, did they say 13, 13 hours? I saw six hours. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he was there oh for gosh. a long, long time. We'll talk about that a little bit in the entertainment report. In a country known for pomp and pageantry, the first state funeral since Winston Churchill's promised to be a spectacular display. 142 Royal Navy sailors pulled the gun carriage carrying Elizabeth's coffin to Westminster Abbey, where 2,000 people ranging from world leaders to healthcare workers and volunteers mourned her. Ahead of the ceremony, one of Abbey's bells is tolling 96 times, once a minute for each year of her life. The ceremony is still taking place right now. Uh, Kathy and I, we had it on in the uh, the office when we were prepping this morning, and you you know you hear the commentary and they're they're obviously showing the the ceremonial uh, duties that everyone is is fulfilling today and but the bell ringing um, it's it you know it, you can feel it it's, well, it's you, interesting when yeah. you hear it I mean it, it's it's a long pause between each ringing of the bell It's going to go on for a long time but I mean like each time I heard it I was like I, I don't know it was it was interesting well you bring up an observation a, a lot of people even people who had said prior to this were oh, okay. This is very sad, and we move along, and then yet now, and a lot of them were compelled to go, like, last second, go get in line, and found themselves very emotional, mm-hmm. because this person has been, for so many people, yep. a, a part of their lives. Yep. So it really has impact, and I think it's catching a lot of people off guard. Uh, did you guys go there, into Westminster Abbey, when we were there? Yes. Well, I did on a tri- on a prior trip. Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like looking at like I just remember being there and walking there and like looking at all of the gold and you know where they have her coffin now. Uh, I wanted to put our, our best foot forward as an American, so I walked in and said, "What a dump!" <laughs> <laughs> U.S. President Joe Biden was among leaders to pay their respects at the Queen's coffin on Sunday, as thousands of police, hundreds of British troops, and an army of officials made final preparations for the funeral. Hurricane Fiona made landfall as a Category One along the extreme southwestern coast of Puerto Rico yesterday at 3:20 with winds of 85 miles per hour, according to the National Hurricane Center. The newly formed hurricane caused an island-wide power blackout and threatened to dump historic levels of rain. Forecasters said the downpour was expected to produce landslides and catastrophic flooding with up to 25 inches possible in isolated areas. Tropical storm force winds extended as far as 140 miles from Fiona's center. U.S. President Joe, uh, Joe Biden declared a state of emergency in the United States territory as the eye of the storm approached the island's southwest corner. Puerto Rico's largest public hospital was running on generators at uh, some centers. Those had failed.
failed. Health Secretary Carlos Mulatto said uh, crews were working to repair generators as soon as possible at the Comprehensive Cancer Center. Fiona hit just two days before the anniversary of Hurricane Maria, a devastating Category 4 storm that struck on September 20th, 2017, destroying the island's power grid and causing nearly 3,000 deaths. More than 3,000 homes still only have a blue tarp as a roof and infrastructure remains weak. The search is on for two uh, two suspected thieves after police say several catalytic converters were stolen from school buses in Burlington County this weekend. Nine school buses parked at the Marstown High School were robbed of their catalytic converters late Friday night, according to the Marstown Police Department. Surveillance footage reportedly revealed a white utility truck in the parking lot just before midnight. Police believe two suspects pulled off the crime. However, no further details were released regarding descriptions. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. Uh, I'm not quite familiar, but if one were to have their catalytic converter stolen, would you notice it if you... Like right away? If right away. Up the vehicle? Would, would it sound like your muffler was question. missing? You That's know? a really good question. Yeah, it's part of the exhaust system, right? Right, so, right. Or I always thought it was, but um, yeah, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, how do you find that out? I was just assuming the car couldn't start. No, I don't think it... Well, I don't... I oh, can't hell. Ah, hell, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> They're also bigger than I thought. I I, I didn't know how yeah. big they, they were. Yeah, yeah, I saw. I don't know where I saw this, but a guy was planning on walking somewhere. And he um, wanted to take his catalytic converter out with him. He took his catalytic converter with him to pay for uh, his flight back or whatever. Oh uh, I can't God. remember what yeah, he was like. Yeah, I'm walking across country, and and so he had this giant thing with him that he was carrying along. All right, here we go. How to tell if your catalytic converter has been stolen? One loud roar when you start the car. Okay, louder as you accelerate. Increase in exhaust fumes or unusual exhaust smells. Missing parts under the vehicle leading to the muffler might be an indicator or uneven and sputtering acceleration due to lack of exhaust regulation. All I knew about the catalytic converter was uh, my we had this old uh, Toyota, uh, uh, Toyota Corolla, and uh, we had it forever. And if you if you wrote if you drove barefoot, which Uh I did in the summertime. Oh, yeah, yeah. The catalytic converter would heat up oh, re- right under where your feet oh. were. It would get really, yeah. really hot. Oh, yeah. And, like, I couldn't keep my feet on the ground. Oh, wow. <laughs> it got so hot. You, yeah. I, I had the same thing. I think it was in my Bonneville, and then I had a Montego, and it was the same sort of thing. And and it makes you wonder, how far away were we from going up in flames? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, right. yeah. Seriously. This is what it sounds When you start a car without a catalytic converter, this is what it uh, sounds like. The telltale sign. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Braves by two what? yesterday afternoon in Atlanta. What, what the on? is this? Rookie Spencer Strider took a no-hit bid into the sixth inning and struck out ten. William Contreras hit a tie-breaking home run, and the Braves completed the three-game sweep. What the f- is that? Strider didn't allow a hit until Alec Bohm homered to tie the score 1-1. The Phillies lost four straight <laughs> with only 16 games remaining in the regular season. They are half a game behind the what San Diego the- Padres in the wild-card race. They're off tonight before coming back home to open up a quick two-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tomorrow night. The Eagles have their home opener tonight. 
as they'll host the Minnesota Viking in Monday Night Football. Kickoff is scheduled for 8.30. Yesterday in the NFL, the Detroit Lions beat the Washington Commanders 36-27. to The New York Giants won against the Carolina Panthers 19-16, to and the Dallas Cowboys held on to beat the Cincinnati Bengals 20-17. to And in soccer, Andre Blake recorded his 14th shutout to help the Union to a scoreless draw against Atlanta United yeah. on Saturday. Blake made five saves, including a point-blank stop in a diving header in second-half stoppage time to pull into a tie for the MLS lead. The Union are 5-0-1 in their last six matches and are back home this weekend for an international friendly against Mexico's CF Pachuca. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, not to take away too much from the Queen's funeral, but yeah. we have a lot going on. <laughs> And it is big this morning. Two big things are happening. Number one, a planning uh, session that's been uh, taking place now for months and months. We finally get to execute it. Casey's Big Adventure (sighs) happens today. He's getting on the road in just a little while, about an hour from now or so. We are going to send him on his way. Not just him. Jackie Bam Bam, yes. who I have not seen yet. This Nor morning. have I. Yeah, uh, I just got a text from him. Uh, he's on the fourth floor now. He what? made it. He made it to the fourth. He was stuck. What outside day the are building. we doing this? <laughs> he was stuck outside the building for oh, a little bit. All right, oh, all right. Really? Yeah, I guess because uh, he doesn't have his normal like tags and stuff like that. That's your co-pilot, by the way. Yeah, yeah right. My co. Well, <laughs> who didn't bring the keys to get in the building? <laughs> I almost didn't either uh, because they're like with my other. Ba- I have a different backpack that I brought with me this morning, yeah. and I'm like, oh, you know what? Well, you're here. I'm you here. did it. I you made, made it. it. You know, Preston, it's kind of uh, odd if you stop and think about it, or. Sweet as one nation mourns another rejoices. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I yeah. mean, it's a big world <laughs> yeah. we live in, and yeah. there are a lot of a range lot of emotions on. and activities that are taking place at any given time. Ours is celebratory in yes. nature. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Kyle Mack is here. He's going to be riding along with Casey and uh, Jackie, and he will be documenting the whole thing for us. And Nick, maybe you can do some checking, but is this the greatest journey ever taken by mankind? You know what? I'll, uh, I'll Google that. Yeah. Okay. I'll find out. Is that on Wiki? Mm, greatest <laughs> adventure taken by mankind. Uh, yeah. Turns out it, it, oh, is. it is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. We have confirmation. Casey's. Yeah, I looked it up. Adventure. Uh, biggest of all, greatest of all time. Along the way, there will be uh, some missions and activities that are taking place. There will be plenty of pictures and video as well. And we're going to be spending a lot of time. I, we're not just going to be doing like short little check-ins. Like, oh no, we're going to be doing a big chunk of the show with you as a uh, uh, live uh, zooming with us. And uh, tomorrow, actually, depending on how the audio goes, yeah. tomorrow's going to cause a lot is a lot. Obviously, today is traveling, as you've said many times, Casey. Just through this big state, and, yeah, and on, on your way. But tomorrow, um, you're going to be in a new location, and it's going to be a lot of content. Yeah. Hopefully, I hope I don't disappoint. But like, yeah, so we're we're going to depart in about an hour, and then maybe like. Two hours from now, I might um, my check in from Harrisburg. Let you guys know what that looks like. What uh, it this looks time like, here, yeah. and we have a, a yeah. bit of a setup yeah. as you depart. You're yeah. not you're not leaving. It's not just like a you know. No, yeah, we have a little fanfare taking yeah. place. Yeah. How many new states do you get today, Casey? Because I know Ohio is new. Ohio is going to be new. Missouri is going to be new. Okay. Um, I have I be, I've been in Indiana, so I'm going to hit Ohio. I'll do all of that. Uh, You've been, I've been in, in Illinois. In, I've been in Illinois. Okay. I don't even know. Do I sniff the bottom of Illinois? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So just, you're supposed uh, to. Yeah. You're just, supposed to turn around and drop trap. Hmm. <laughs> 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 smells good. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, so Ohio and, and Missouri are the, uh, you know, so the first. Those are the new ones. The for new you. ones for me. Okay. And then after that, 
Uh, I've been in Texas for so after that, I don't know, man. This ah, is all hell. Gonna, ah, hell, I don't know. At least two new ones today. Yes. All right. I'm all excited, right. and I've never seen the Mississippi River. Oh, very cool. wow. Okay, oh, very cool. cool. Just lovely. Oh just, man. <laughs> you think the Schuylkill's brown? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, yeah, that gets underway. We we will send Casey off. And like Steve said, we have a little bit of fanfare involved. We have some uh, people that are helping out just yeah. to make it a little extra special. Send them off in style. Uh, and in fact, in style, he will be sent off because he's got a, a brand new Subaru that he's going to be riding oh. in uh, with, with the gang. And we have our buddy Matt Ritter, who is the vice president of vehicle planning and logistics. And if anything has been planned and logisticized, <laughs> it is this event. Yeah. Dude, yep. So we will we'll get Matt on board uh, <laughs> as we get set for that. Uh, and uh, so not only is that taking place, but we also kick off MMR's You Who Loot today. And it's your opportunity to win cash left and right. $1,000 to be more specific. And we will kick that off at 8 a.m. And then it goes again at 10 and noon and 3 and 5 p.m. And it's the deal where we give you a keyword, and then we uh, give you 15 minutes to enter that word, and then you kick back and wait and see if you win $1,000. And by the way, there are codified, sanctioned yoo-hoos that are associated with this contest. If you hear an errant one throughout the show, that is not... It just no. If it's not eight, ten, noon, or three, right. or five, right? Uh, then it's it's not a legit yoo-hoo. Uh, and it's all brought to you by Horizon Services. So you can get the contest rules at wmmr.com. But we are getting that underway as well. So everything is in place and ready to go. It'll be business as usual up until. We kick Casey off and get him out on the road. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report, the stupid question, that stuff is up next. So hang out with us on a Monday morning. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning. We are going to give away a $50 Metro Diner gift card. And I'm trying to find a good, stupid question. I have uh, potentials. They're all just kind of okay today. <laughs> I got a dumb one. All right. I like dumb Well, it's a questions. stupid question. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I watched the very first episode of Golden Girls last night. Oh, God. <laughs> and on that first episode, one of the Golden Girls was getting married. Which golden girl was it? Uh-huh. I like that. You got a one in four shot. Yeah. All right. 215-263-WMMR. In the very first episode of the Golden Girls, yes. which golden girl was getting married? Correct. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. I'll mention birthdays while we wait for your answer. Monday, September 19th, we'll start with uh, Jimmy Fallon turning a year older. He is 48 years old today. And uh, has uh, well surpassed any success I thought that guy might have. Yeah. I remember when they were asking, you know, actually I got asked for some interview about what I thought the chances of Fallon succeeding in late night were. And I said, pretty good. He's got a lot of talent in Mm -hmm. different sections. He really, out of the gate, 
commanded the viral stuff. He was doing YouTube videos and all that stuff, and then the others caught wind of that and picked up. But I think he floats around. Uh, Colbert's usually one. Uh, they're all in the same general ballpark rating-wise. He's doing yeah, well enough. Nobody's, yeah, nobody's dominating no, uh, bigger no. than the other. I mean, somebody comes in first place, but yeah. there's no, like, uh, you know... One way above the other. So, but he's doing just fine. He's forty-eight. Uh, it's Jeremy Irons' birthday today. Oh. Uh, he's seventy-four. What is this? <laughs> this is, uh, they for some reason gave him a song to sing in Lion King, and this is his song in Lion King. It's Scar. It's Scar. Yeah. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. All right. I forgot that. But you know, you'll be rewarded. <laughs> really throws on the vibrato. Uh, so many great things throughout the years. He's just one of those incredible actors. The Watchmen like, series? Okay. Yeah, he was amazing. Um, Alfred in the uh, DC Universe? Yeah. Uh, excellent. He continues to crank out some cool roles. He's 74 today. Rosemary Harris, speaking of the uh, superhero films, uh, Rosemary Harris played Aunt May in that first run of Spider-Man films. She's oh. 95 years old today. And she was great. She yeah. had the, the right amount of uh, heart and... Uh, the relationship and chemistry with Toby Maguire was solid. Yep. Uh, Joan London, former Good Morning America host, is 72 today. Now promotes all sorts of creams and ointments for the aging. Uh, Randolph Mantooth, you remember from the TV <laughs> yeah. show Emergency? Yeah. He is uh, 77. I loved that show when I was a kid. Randolph Mantooth, and then the other guy was the owner of the Double Deuce. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. He was also in Lost, if you remember. Lost, played yep. Locke's dad, yeah. Uh, Twiggy, the former British model, is 73 today. She defined the look of the uh, 60s and mm-hmm. early 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Lanois, the producer, uh, worked with acts such as U2 and Peter Gabriel, is 71 today. Uh, Steve, it is also Paul Williams' birthday today. Oh, my today. God. Yep. Singer, songwriter, actor. Wrote, actually, some huge hits. We've only just begun. Rainy Days and Mondays, just an old-fashioned love song, Evergreen. And he did some acting as well in Smokey and the Bandit. He was in a couple of those movies. Battle for Planet of the Apes. Yeah. He was even in The Princess Diaries. And a great documentary. Uh, I think it's called Paul Williams is Not Dead. Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. It's awesome. Yeah. He's not the one who wrote Rainbow Connection. Yes, I think he did he write did. Rainbow okay. Connection. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he turns 82 years old today. Yeah, a really talented songwriter from the 1970s. He could have actually gotten in the Kermit puppet and uh, controlled it from inside. Size-wise. He's a, a tiny dude. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he's 82 today. Uh, Bill Medley of the Righteous Brothers. Uh, You've lost that love and feeling, Unchained Melody. Uh, he turns 82 years old today. Uh, and, of course, that had a huge resurgence when the movie Ghost, Ghost yeah, yeah. Uh, came around. Which is a, a scary. Uh, Sherry O'Terry uh. is not a scary, but she was in <laughs> Scary Movie and Saturday Night Live and Liar Liar. What's, that? What's her career 60. been up to? Huh? Mm, not much. You not might see her pop up in a couple of things yeah. here and there. but She's super talented. Yeah. Uh, she's from the area. Yeah, she's Remember. from Upper Darby. Yeah. Uh, and then the last birthday I saw, uh, CNN anchor Soledad O'Brien. Had a crush on her for a long time. Uh, she's she, moved on, right? Isn't she on another network? She's, she's on, 56 today. I don't know. Yeah. Is she? I think she's on RT. Okay. Sure. It's uh, my son's birthday today, too. Ben. What? Oh. Hey. 
Ben turns 16. Oh, my God. Holy F. So after school today, we're going over and uh, checking out the learner's permit process. And uh, he's very excited to drive. And uh, he's a great kid and really responsible and an awesome student. And I love you, buddy. Happy birthday. 16. 16. Stop it. You going to do driving lessons? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good way to go. We started in the the parking lot, uh, in a quiet parking lot on a Sunday (laughs) afternoon, which I'm sure is still illegal, but I don't care. Yeah, uh, didn't he hit somebody or something like that? He didn't hit somebody. <laughs> what happened? Did he kill somebody that day? No, he had a curb. Oh, that was Yay! That's what I get to do. There you Thanks go. after his old man. Yes. But uh, he's a great kid. Yeah. Happy birthday, bud. Happy birthday, Ben. That's awesome, man. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. In the very first episode of the Golden Girls, uh, who was get, which Golden Girl was getting married? 215-263-WMMR. I don't know the answer, uh, Nick, so you're going to have to give me an indicator here. Uh, we'll go to Jill. Hi, Jill. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Jill, which Golden Girl was getting married in the very first Golden Girls episode? Blanche Devereaux. She's right. Yeah. Very good. Hang on, Jill. For your correct answer, we give you a $50 Metro Diner gift card. Celebrate Metro Diner's 30th anniversary with the return of past menu favorites, including their chicken parmesan pasta, pasta and sandwich, both topped with warm marinara and melted Provel cheese. And you can stay up to date on all anniversary news at MetroDiner.com. She was going to marry a guy named Harry, but it turns out he was a scam artist <gasps> and a bigamist. Oh, no. He uh, was going to take Blanche for her money. What? And she was slutty. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so he, and, oh. But they'd only known each other for a week. And uh, then we're going to get her married a week after that. But uh, then the cops interceded. Oh, and then, uh, thankfully, she did not get married to Harry. And then he went on an episode of Sister Wives after that. That's right. Yes. Okay. Moved on. All right. So at the box office this week. Weekend number one was uh, The Woman King, made $19 million, uh, followed by Barbarian, Pearl, uh, See uh, See How They Run was fourth, and you had Bullet Train, Top Gun, DC League of Super Pets, The Invitation was eighth, followed by Minions, The Rise of Gru, and then Moonage Dream was number ten. Uh, Things still seem a bit rocky between the Sussexes and the royal family. Page six reports that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were uninvited uh, from a pre-funeral reception at Buckingham Palace on Sunday for world leaders and foreign royals. You! Uh, Apparently the couple originally received an invitation to the event, but a spokesperson for King Charles Charles told the outlet uh, the invite is for working members of the royal family. Which is not you! Uh, to make matters worse, it was reported that uh, Harry and Meghan found out about the news themselves through the media. And a royal source told Page Six, Harry and Meghan actually got the invitation and no one has actually told them they are uninvited. I'm told they only found out that they were uninvited by reading press. Reports. Oh, my God. Do you think any of this is true? I don't know. Some of it might be. Probably. There is apparently a video of King Charles wiping his ass with their invite. And, oh. uh, yeah, but so who knows? It could be fake. Following uh, the death of the Queen, her coffin has been lying in state at Westminster Hall. Uh, They are now obviously going through the funeral as we speak. Uh, The question is, uh, what celebrities are joining the miles-long queue to pay their respects? So, since this is the entertainment report, I figured I would throw this in here. Uh, Bear Grylls was pictured outside Westminster Abbey, uh, one of the first confirmed celebrities in attendance. Um, another confirmed attendee is Killing Eve actress Sandra Oh, who will attend the funeral as part of the Canadian delegation. That's interesting. Uh, the star will take part in a procession of national honors, uh, such as, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, as part of the service, uh, joining fellow Canadians, musician, uh, Gregory Charles and Olympic swimmer, Mark Tewksbury. Over the past week, the likes of David Beckham, Holly Willoughby, 
Uh, Philip Schofield and Tilda Swinton were among those viewing the Queen's coffin. Uh, Beckham, Beckham had been a vocal supporter of the Queen uh, for years, and he was recently praised by fellow royal fans for queuing for 13 hours with members of the public before coming becoming tearfully uh, tearful as he bowed his head uh, to Her Majesty's coffin in respect inside the hall. He got a little upset because they uh, escorted Carrot Top ahead of him, mm-hmm. and uh, that made him furious. Other celebrities rumored to attend the funeral, which is uh, thought to see over 2 million people lie in the streets, include Sir David Attenborough. Mm. Uh, the naturalist was born just weeks after the late monarch, and uh, the pair shared a close working relationship and friendship. Sir Elton John is another who has worked closely with the royal family throughout his career, and he's supposed to be there. Other names in the mix for funeral guest lists include racing driver Sir Jackie Stewart, uh, who knew the Queen uh, through his friendship with her daughter, his uh, with her daughter, Princess Anne, so he's been a longtime friend. Uh, elsewhere, Andrew Lloyd Webber, also rumored to be attending uh, the Monarch funeral, as is pop star and Take That member Gary Barlow. Uh, the duo co-wrote the song "Sing" uh, for the Queen's Diamond Jubilee in 2012. They performed it privately for Her Majesty at the composer's own home. There's further speculation about whether uh, James Bond star Daniel Craig will be there. He famously appeared with the Queen at the opening of the 2012 London Olympics. Yeah, I'd have to imagine that he'd be there. I hope other, he is. other names swirling uh, around the rumor mill include uh, Stephen Fry and Dame Helen Mirren. Uh, there will be plenty of world leaders, obviously, in attendance. Uh, and Queen Elizabeth's funeral, by the way, will be the first state funeral held in the UK since the televised funeral of Sir Winston Churchill in 1965. That's amazing. That is. Did you see the thing they did uh, with the family members where they had them stand basically at attention around her coffin? Yeah. Uh, there were um, Charles, uh, William, and Harry were standing there in their dress outfits and their military outfits. And then they did it with a couple other family members, and they stood basically in place for 15 minutes around. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was kind of uh, touching. So the uh, the coverage is happening as we speak. Uh, so there's uh, they'll have the, the, the highlights and, and things to check out later on, but it is, it's, uh, they're covering it live uh, right now. I have some other stories to get to in the entertainment realm. We'll go with this. Following her Emmy win for her performance in The White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge... Uh, told Allure Magazine that a bad spray tan sent her to the hospital <laughs> right before filming the series. How can a bad spray tan send you to the hospital? She said, for the White Lotus, I didn't want to look like a big white marshmallow on the beach in Hawaii, so I got a spray tan, I got on the plane, and I started to feel really weird. And by the time I got off the flight, I had to go to the emergency oh room. Gosh. Jesus. The health scare changed things on the set as well. She said, I think we ended up using regular makeup. Uh, she said, the minute we stopped filming, I would shower I have such a quick reaction to stuff. So something... Have you ever heard of that? Anybody having a bad reaction to a spray tan? Gave her an adverse reaction. You figure it's going right on your your skin, so... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I've never heard of that, but it doesn't sound completely out of the realm. But yeah, something in there uh, was adverse to her. Interesting. (laughs) Blake Lively has had it up with the paparazzi. Ah. On Saturday, uh, the actress took to Instagram to share photos of her pregnant belly... And to send the paparazzi home, uh, she revealed that she is pregnant with her fourth child during the red carpet for the Forbes Power Women's Summit last week. She said, here are photos of me pregnant in real life, so the 11 guys waiting outside my home for a sighting <laughs> will leave me alone. You freak me and my kids out. She captioned that series of photos, and she included, of course, uh, Ryan Reynolds, her sister Robin, and her friend Taylor Swift. Uh, she added, thanks to everyone else for all the love and respect and for continuing to unfollow accounts 
In publications, you share photos of children. Uh, you have all the power against them. And uh, thank you to the media who have a no-kids policy. You make all the difference. Much love. So. I think it's wild. You Forget that Robin Lively is her sister. But, yeah. yeah, I'd like to get her on the show, Robin Lively, for Christ's sake. Well, Didn't we try? Um, she was available. I forget what ended up happening. Um, she should be available now because she's in something that's on right now, and it's pretty cool. Uh, oh, okay. I don't want to spoiler alert wink, anything, wink. but okay. yeah. So anyhow, oh. uh, look into it because, uh, yeah, she's great. All right, so a month after Ezra Miller announced that they were seeking treatment for complex mental health issues, a new expose published by Vanity Fair revealed more details about the Flash actor's problematic behavior over the years. According to the publication, Miller's issues got worse in 2020 when film production came to a halt due to COVID. And with no plan, they went to Iceland where they first made headlines for choking a woman. You remember that, obviously. not good. A source told Vanity Fair, Miller would talk about the metaverse and the medicine and how they're the messiah and what their work is here. And said, uh, spiritual practice is to be among the people, which means party. So when in Iceland, Ezra was out nonstop at uh, raves and would go on benders for two or three days at a time. Oh, boy. At Miller's home in Vermont, uh, they allegedly also had an altar that featured marijuana, sage, bullets, and figurines of the Flash. Well, I have figurines of the Flash, too, so I'm missing the other ones. According to a source, uh, Miller took on the character's superhero identity, claiming that uh, the Flash is the one who brings the multiverse together, just like Jesus. So that's the story there. It's probably going to take a little longer than we had thought. Yep. (laughs) Possibly. It might take a little more effort. Well, speaking of taking some time, Pat Sajak... Uh, Wheel of Fortune host, obviously, 40 years now, hinted uh, recently that his time on the show may soon come to an end. I don't want this to happen, uh, and I will not let this happen. In an interview with Entertainment Tonight, he said, years go by fast. We're getting near the end. It's been a long time. We're not going to do this for another 40 years, and the end is near. Did you know that Wheel of Fortune so is uh, about three years on Jeopardy? Yeah, it's been around longer. Yeah. Uh, It's an honor to have been in people's living rooms for that long. Uh, people were out there welcoming us. Uh, we're happy. We're happy and proud. Uh, Sajak didn't indicate whether he has concrete plans to retire soon, as the hosting legend has made similar comments in past interviews. It's unclear exactly how near the end may be. Jeez, why? Why would you? we've always said it's such a plum job? Well, he's seventy-five. Yeah, uh, he's just you know, ready to move on, I guess, and and settle down. Uh, as part of a recent contract uh, renewals, he and Vanna White are set to stay with the show through at least 23-24 season. Uh, Sajak did, however, remark on the show's long run. He said it's aired since it's premiered in 1975. And he said in most uh, television shows, by this time, uh, you would have said, that's probably enough. But this show will not die. He said <laughs> it appears I may go on. I may go before the show. His daughter is a perennial. She'll pop up uh, at the end. I guess she's handling all the social media side of everything for the show. And uh, she's she's gorgeous. Have you ever seen her? Nope. Yeah. Uh, Wheel is the longest-running syndicated game show in the U.S. and has inspired several spinoffs. One of those is Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, the third season of which premieres September 25th. I've never seen Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I have. Oh. Is it yeah. any good? Uh, if the celebrities are good, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vanna said that she's most excited for Snoop Dogg's appearance. Because they used to date. 
No. Yeah, no. Uh, Sajak, however, <laughs> is still hoping someone else will eventually sign on as a contestant. Excuse me. He wants Meryl Streep. He said, that's all I want, but she won't come on because she found out that you can't win an Oscar for this, he joked around about. So he's looking at uh, at the end of that uh, that career. About you remember there was a time years ago, Preston, where he had a uh, late night show. Yeah, they I were touting him as another letterman. He was so popular yeah. uh, that they're like, this guy's a natural for it. And it was just okay. He was good. It was kind of vanilla. Yeah, it was a little too vanilla, right? Uh, on Saturday, Courtney Kardashian Barker posted a series of mirror selfies in lingerie from her uh, Lemmy Nutritional Supplements photo shoot. Do you like what you see? Uh, many people commented, speculating on Are whether pitching a tent? whether or not she was pregnant. Ah. One person oh. uh, wrote, wait a minute, did I miss that she's pregnant? And she responded, nope, but you're missing a woman's body. Okay. The hell does that mean? Uh, another user commented, real body, so refreshing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, real body, okay. so refreshing. <laughs> I mean, she's got a little bit of a pooch, and uh, some people were saying, oh, my God, she's got a little bit of a belly that she must be pregnant. Ah, oh okay. Real, real body, except for the face. Uh, uh, yeah. So what's her, uh, what's her company again? Uh, this is, is from Lemmy, L-E-M-M-E. Oh. Okay. So I don't know. It's maybe, it's a, maybe it's a tribute to uh, Swant. Motorhead. Motorhead. <laughs> most likely. Swant. Uh, Ale- Abbott Elementary star Cheryl Lee Ralph is receiving a lot of love following her win at the 74th Emmys and TikTok shared by her son. Uh, Ralph reads a card that was sent along with a bouquet of flowers by Beyonce. Mm. Uh, she received congratulatory flowers from Oprah as well. Vice President Kamala Harris called her to celebrate. Um, she said, uh, she called and I had to say, we did it, Kamala. We did it. Uh, it was great. She said, it's been wonderful. The governor from Pennsylvania called the mayor from Philadelphia. So I guess, uh, Jim Kenny called cause but the, the show takes Oh place. yeah. I guess Abbott Elementary yeah, in yeah. Philadelphia. We should have called then because we I'm should sure have. Yeah, she was probably waiting for a call. Uh, she said, everybody's happy. Jamaica's over the moon. It's been amazing. She read. So I guess that's where she hails from. Good for her. Uh, Entertainment Tonight reports that Jared Leto and Valerie Kaufman have gone their separate ways. No! I know. Oh, How can this be? <laughs> you're, you're slightly upset about that. I'm just trying to give a little energy to the uh, report. A source told... No! A source told the outlet that since the split... The Who is she again? I don't know. <laughs> the Morbius star is single and has been dating around. Well, if I look like Jared Leto, I'd be dating around. Yeah. yeah. So Valerie Kaufman is her name. I, I know nothing about her. I don't know who she is. No You're less. nothing. Yeah. Hopefully someday love will find him, you know? Yes. Nothing. Uh, nothing is over. Uh, nothing. In that department, so. Uh, actually, this will be over. Variety reports that while Woody Allen was in Europe working with his 50, on his 50th film, he announced that he is retiring from making movies. That's okay. His final <laughs> film is set in Paris and will be shot in French. Uh, the publication reports that Allen has uh, been shooting more in Europe since facing backlash in the U.S. for the abuse allegations against him. So, well, listen, uh, the early Woody Allen films I loved, and some of the ones that were considered more artsier, like Interiors and and uh, Crimes and Misdemeanors. But uh, I haven't. I mean, one of the most. Tor- I never saw any of those movies. Oh my god! So I just remember like Take the Money and Run and yeah. Hey, did you see and- um, uh, Midnight in Paris? That, that was like ten That's years ago. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson kind of goes back in time and right. meets all these writers. And and I think uh, like in the last two decades, that's the only one that really grabbed me. Mm. Uh, but I think that's a good movie. 
Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Kate Winslet was hospitalized in Croatia oh. following an accident on the set of her upcoming historical drama film, Lee. About uh, Lee Majors? Yeah, it's all yeah, about yeah. Uh, the $6 million man, <laughs> Lee Majors, his marriage to uh, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. Who's she playing? Is she yeah. playing Oscar Goldman in The $6 million Man? I think she's yeah. playing Oscar, yeah. Who what is, is it? What a, an actress she is. Uh, Winslet's representatives told the outlet Kate slipped and was taken to a hospital as a precautionary measure uh, required by the production. <laughs> Uh, she is fine and will be filming as planned this week, they said. <laughs> is she still your number one case? Uh, no, no, Shirley no, no. McClain. That is, uh, who? Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean is definitely not my number one either. However, uh, I used to have my, my, my threshold was 80, right. and Shirley McLean is now she pushed boosted it. it. Yeah, she right. boosted it. I also, me getting is, older. Is even living a requirement now? Uh, yes. Okay. It's always going to be a requirement. It will. That will never change. Okay, and, there um, has to be some inherent body warmth. No, Salma Hayek is not my number one. Um, oh gosh, the chick from Knives Out. Um, oh, uh, Anna Diarmas. Anna Diarmas. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. there you go. I'll go along with you on that. Mm-hmm. Even Speaking Kathy's of- getting turned on. <laughs> Speaking of no one's looking. <laughs> All right, and then uh, this little story. Variety reports that several palm trees caught on fire at the Hollywood Bowl on Saturday. Uh, And it was as audience members were leaving a Sound of Music sing-along event. They usually do end in burning palm trees, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Los Angeles Fire Department posted on its Twitter account uh, that somewhat stubborn fire near the Hollywood Bowl, (laughs) our 1,423rd emergency of the day, day, thankfully, involves only vegetation. There's that scene in the original Sound of Music where Maria Von Trapp leads the kids outside to set fire to the trees. I think that's what that has to do with. Okay. You didn't get your matches. And then, actually, one more story to pass along. The Broadway musical The Phantom of the Opera is closing after 35 years. Wow. I saw it twice on Broadway. No kid. And I uh, I love it. Uh, Phantom will, will play its final performance at the Majestic Theater on Saturday. Get your tickets now. Uh, February 18th of next year. I, Preston, the first time I saw it, I went down... <laughs> Uh, to go to the bathroom during uh, the intermission, and there was, I'll never forget it, about 50 women in line to the ladies' room crying, like uncontrolled. No kidding. Yes. Uh, So according to the website, uh, tickets are currently on sale for performances through January 22nd, 2023. They said we expect the final block of tickets to be placed on sale shortly. Phantom is the longest-running show on Broadway. It starts in a really cool way because they have this auction. Everything is taking place, and there's the chandelier that's kind of on the ground, and then you're basically getting a flashback. So as they're talking about it, all the lights come on, everything changes, and the chandelier lights up and lifts up to the ceiling. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, With iconic music by Andrew Lloyd Webber, it won Best Musical Tony Award in 1988. Uh, the musical largely takes place in a Paris opera, opera house in 1881, which is haunted by the show's title character, who is obsessed with soprano Christine. Uh, international productions of the show will continue, but that's going to be it for Broadway. I think you're really pretty. <laughs> Suddenly they... Did they, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a phantom of the opera. You will join me, and we shall sing songs together and crap. <laughs> He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, it was yeah, Frank Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Hey, Frank, can you just stick to the actual script, please? <laughs> Did you do that one again? <laughs> Frankie. Please. Uh, the words that you're supposed to read are, are on the page right there. I can do this. Stop <laughs> <laughs> making stuff up. It really stinks. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, I think we're ready to uh, give you some clips here, gang. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can you stop that? Thank you very much. Oh, come on. I hit the button. Eh? Oh, come on. So, Quantum Leap, the 1989 series, is getting a reboot. And here, star Raymond Lee says Quantum Leap is never the same thing twice. Here we go. Quantum Leap is thrilling, endless, and heartfelt. A fun, rollicking ride <laughs> where no episode is ever the same because... No two persons getting leapt into are the same. Huh. <laughs> what a way to sell it. I know. I, I enjoyed that show. Me too. Scott Bakula, and uh, I thought that was a fun program. I know a lot of people loved it. it. I thought it was at its best when it touched on heavier topics. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was, uh, I was never a massive fan, but I know, yeah, it's it's iconic. I think, uh, yeah, my my sister liked Scott Bakula. I don't know. It was just one of those shows, like, and back at the time, like, if that show was on, if somebody in your family liked that show, that's what everybody watched. Well, that was yeah. that used to be the thing before everyone everyone had nine different ways to watch yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, whoever controlled the set controlled your destiny. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Couldn't go to your phone. I'll take couldn't, my iPad in the back of your laptop or right. iPad, yeah. Uh, Quantum Leap premiere tonight, ten, uh, premieres tonight, 10 o'clock on NBC. Here's the next clip. Dancing with the Stars is returning for its 31st season with new host. And in this clip, new host Alfonso Ribeiro explains his goals for the new season. Here we go. Well, but my goal is to bring the fun and the loving and the energy and the, and the, uh, the laughter back to the ballroom. Yeah! He's co-hosting, right? Correct. With Tyra Banks. And I don't remember if he... One when he was a contestant or not? I know he made it pretty far because he's a really he's a good dancer. dancer. He's mm-hmm. the kid. The, oh. You know him. He was the kid in the uh, Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. I thought he right? was a singer. No, no she was a dancer. Dancing with the Stars premieres today, by the way, and that's on Disney Plus. It says it's also on. A- it's got to be on. A- it They're not taking it off the network. ABC. See, they're filthy liars. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's the entertainment report for today. All right. <laughs> Uh, in just a moment, we are sending our crew off. Uh, this is something we've been waiting for uh, for a bit. We tried to get it started earlier this year. It couldn't happen, and now it is going to come to pass. We are sending Casey on his big adventure. And he's not alone. No. We've got some uh... people that are going with him, too. And we're going to be able to check in through the course of this whole thing. What is this? Written by Paul Williams, by the way. I hope you guys listen to this nonstop. Yeah, I would. On your trip. I know you would. Three bodies were found roadside outside. All right, so uh, when we return, yeah, it's time to begin Casey's Big Adventure. It's taking place. So when we come back, we send him off, and we're doing it with a little bit of fanfare. So... 
Hang out with us. We'll be back in a moment. The energy, emotion, and epic concert experience that unfolded in Wembley Stadium earlier this month. It's times like these to give and give. Will now be transported to the more intimate Kia Forum Arena in Inglewood, California for part two of the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert. The good news? WMMR has two great seats for the show to give away. The bad news? Travel is up to you. So especially for our California area podcasters and streamers, we encourage you to enter now at WMMR.com. Heck, ping your friends on the West Coast and have them enter too. The contest is open to all and we just want to review after the show. See the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks coast to coast. Can I, yeah, there we go. 93.3 WMMR. It's Everything that Rocks. President Steve Show. We are outside. My microphone doesn't work. Rob's working, working on it. It is working. All right, there we go. We're not hearing it. All right, anyhow. Hi. Hi. We are uh, We're outside at One Ballot Plaza here in uh, Ballot Kenwood and we're about ready to kick things off for Casey's Big Adventure. Um, uh, we will have to go through a couple of things first, but I, I'm going to describe what we're seeing here in a moment. Uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and... Uh, Kathy, are we doing traffic yeah. from out here? All yes, right, what's going on this morning? 95 northbound is jammed from Ridley Park to 420. Uh, there is an accident on the off-ramp. Traffic is getting by it. South on 95 slows Cotton to Bridge. The Vine westbound slowing 8 to Broad. The Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill. And then on the Schuylkill eastbound, that's backing up from Conshohocken into Belmont. The Boulevard to Spring Garden. Westbound University to South City to Belmont. 422 eastbound slows Trooper to 1st Avenue. And then in New Jersey, 42 freeway northbound backing up Coles Road to 55. 55 northbound slowing from Deptford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Get organic red, green, and black grapes for $2.79 a pound through September 20th while supplies last, plus Prime members save an extra 10%. Promo varies by location. See app for details. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. So we've taken things outside to get ready for the big departure. Uh, and before we begin and kind of describe the scene, uh, we have some uh, special pieces of music that are going to be played during this. So, Connor, go ahead and hit it, if you will, please. So we thought it would be best to have a little bit of fanfare as uh, we are sending this crew off on the road for a coast-to-coast adventure. Well, in times of yore, you would do a bit of a send-off and a blessing and a whole thing, and that's we're out here to, to make sure they go off in style. Exactly. So we're going to, uh, in a moment, I want to take a look at the vehicle. We haven't had a chance to do that yet and meet all the participants as they are going to be heading out shortly. The Casey is doing a quick drive-by, uh, but we want to welcome uh, from our friends at Subaru, who's... Uh, here to help, uh, actually, along the way, get things going, our good friend, Matt Ritter. You guys rock. Good morning, everybody. Subaru of America. Nice to see you, Matt. Listen, we are so glad to be here. We are so glad to be your chosen partner, your trusted partner through the Casey's Great Adventure. And looking forward to a terrific week uh, as they travel across country. This is going to be awesome. We can't wait. Nice. And so, initially, uh, Casey was going to be heading out in uh, an Outback, I believe, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Outback Wilderness Edition. But yep. then he brought along, he's bringing along some guests, right? Yes. So, we need a little more room. So, why not put him in the Subaru Ascent, which is our seven or eight passenger vehicle, depending wow. how you look at it. So, he's got some room for plenty of guests. And, more importantly, 
We got 19 cup holders because I'm sure they're going to have a few <laughs> nice cold beverages on the way. Non-alcoholic, of, of course. Of course, yes. And, uh, which, by the way, you, you guys have been on a road trip, and you know what the car looks like a couple of hours into the road trip. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and it's probably going to lose that new car smell between there, here in California. So I did bring along some Lysol wipes uh, and some garbage bags. which I think it's going to be critical uh, for this whole trip. All right. Well, let's kind of wander over that way, if you guys don't mind. We have a uh, an operation here <laughs> of wired microphones uh, that we all have to move together like children holding hands walking through the city. Uh, while we're wandering, real quick, my daughter, Finley Ritter, is listening right now, and uh, she's got to get to school. So, oh. Finley, have a great day. Be your best and have fun. That's awfully nice, Finley. All right. So we're headed over to the Ascent. And uh, here is our traveler, Casey Boy. Get in here. Get a mic. All right. I got a mic. All right. So this is going to be your home for the next five days or so. Yeah. Uh, Have you had a chance to spend any time with it yet? I did. You know, I came and picked it up on Saturday. Uh, Brought it home with me on Saturday just so I had a car to take here so I didn't leave my car in the parking lot. But also wanted to get familiar with it. Uh, Load some stuff into there. Uh, Thank God we have plenty of room, right? Because, listen, I'm just a little guy, right? I'm only five foot seven, but... Kyle and Jackie are like six foot three, so yeah. we need a little bit of leg space for those guys. It, you know, not only in the front seat, but especially in the back seat. So, oh, I I got everybody a present. Well, we're gonna have to share, right? Because the guy driving can't use it. But okay. I went to Home Goods yesterday. And I bought pillows Aww. for everybody to sleep in the car. Aww, look at you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That might be an addition to the new Subaru, Matt. Do you think so? Built-in pillows? That's a, good, that's a great idea. Why? That's perfect. So is this a case? Is this a two rows, three rows? What so it is three rows, but okay. we've taken the third row, and we have, if you guys want to, I'll show you in the back here. Okay. Um, we... we um, put the third row down because we needed some cargo space. Jack, you still haven't put your bags in? No, I have not. Oh, well, then here you go. Throw All some right. bags in. We have some room left back there. All right. Even got a uh, cargo you net. He brought a bag of shampoo. He okay. brought... Uh, <laughs> Of and course Casey, he did. we've loaded you up with snacks. It's going to make you want to probably visit Dr. Now when this is all over, if you consume all of these. And by the way, this is my karaoke machine, by the way. Uh, I brought this specifically for um, yes. for Kyle. Yeah, Kyle is a great singer, and uh, Casey's expecting them to have some uh, karaoke moments as they are going. So there's a mic that'll hook up to that and a speaker and the whole thing? Two wireless mics. Oh, my God. And did you get disco lights? <laughs> yeah. You got disco lights? Oh, yeah. And uh, Matt, is that the, you guys provided all those snacks? It, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, there's uh, Fritos, Doritos, Mint Oreos, Goldfish. It is, like I said, he's going to be on my 600-pound life when they consume all these between now and the end of the week. That's astonishing. All right, Casey's actually going to fire up the uh, the karaoke machine right now. Yeah, so here it is. Oh, my God. Kyle, you want to sing us a song real quick? You want to sing us off? Sing us an old song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, a little Amazing yeah. Grace. One note. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, does it have songs programmed into it, no, case? No, what you do is you, it's got a Bluetooth, right? Oh, I'm okay. talking into the wrong microphone. There you go. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I like it's this. got yeah it's got a uh, a Bluetooth so you can you can it hooks up to your phone or you know an iPad or whatever so you can you can run the music through there oh wow yeah that's great yeah and then there's a ton of like uh, like YouTube karaoke stuff or if you just want to sing along to a song in your in your uh, in your iPod you okay. can do that so Kyle are you well versed in the fish catalog or no. <laughs> 
<laughs> is there a whole lot of lyrical content in fish music? <laughs> a couple of songs. The songs that Trey writes, yes. Wait, are there any rules for the card that the three of you have talked about? Oh, yeah, good question. No rules, man. No, no holds barred. No holds barred. All right, what about uh, trading off, driving, all that stuff? Well, I, I feel like uh, the, the driver needs to be very vocal if, if he's way, tired, did, did right? Did you notice Jackie was just tugging on his nutsack? He was like... <laughs> What was that about? He's always doing that. <laughs> Listen, I can see. That was one of the rules I was wondering about, Case. So, like, when my kids were tired, they had their telltale signs. My son, would he would grab his ears, and yeah. my daughter, she would, she would, like, fiddle with her nose and suck her thumb. Jackie tugs on his nutsack. Right. He's, he's I, can actually, I can see the contours of his foreskin right now. Yeah. You, talk? You, can, you can see it right through <laughs> his pants. Well, you know how Carol Burnett used to tug on her ear? Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for this, and uh, I... I don't like. I don't have any rules. You know, you guys can do whatever you guys need to do. But honestly, if you're tired, just pull over. We got three drivers here. We've got basically a 14-hour first leg. Who's ta- now? Jackie? I'm taking the first leg. All right, I think that makes sense. Yeah, just out of the gate, and then Jack will take. Oh my God! No, it's fantastic. Really? Did we check the weather forecast across the nation? Okay. So uh, we're looking to clock how many um, miles today? It's like close to 900 miles today. 900 miles. All right. All right. Yeah, and the reason behind that is we wanted to get a big chunk out of the way in case there's some problems of of pausing. We want to make sure you guys get there Friday because your flights, you have to get there by the weekend. Your flights bring you back. And, I mean, let's be honest. There's really not much to see in uh, Ohio and Indiana. Yeah. Hold on. I started this this morning. I'm from Ohio. And And, and notice you don't live there anymore. You're going to love it. Let me tell you something. It's going to be about an hour north of where you are. Okay. But I'm from Bell Fountain, Ohio. Let me give you a little bar trivia about Bell Fountain, Ohio. It's like Hobbit Town. Everyone has hairy knuckles. (laughs) Exactly. In addition to that. (laughs) Thank you. In addition to that. Ohio, Belfound, Ohio is home to the first concrete street in America, 1892. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, but I've never been to Ohio, so I'll be paying like, close special attention to everything. As, uh, I think I'm going to give the uh, the car to Jackie as, and he, so he can drive through Ohio and then, uh, you know, Indiana. Not much going on in the end. I'm liking what I'm seeing here, Casey, as far as you guys have done a whole bunch of tech rigging up the uh, the car with cameras. Yeah. Do we, a little a preview of what we got as far as Yeah, yeah as a matter of fact, if you want, um, maybe we can grab, uh, you know, Kyle might be able to explain it because he, he went through this uh, the tech setup with um, with Nick Murphy. So, so right. when we're talking about the coverage and pressing you made reference right. to it earlier this morning, that we're, it'll exceed uh, the limits of the show and be around the clock. Yes. This is what this is about. We have the high... Uh, quality iPhones that we'll be using <laughs> on the on the windshield. We have we have mounted uh, a couple of uh, iPhone mounts, um, and we are going to uh, be broadcasting from Zoom uh, from the car. Okay. And, and I have uh, some systems set up here. We're going to try to do some multi-camera switching inside the vehicle as well. Excellent. I can see that you have uh, you have uh, left, right, and center set up there. Yes. Uh, so there's plenty of mounts uh, yes. to get different angles. We're trying to get as much coverage inside the vehicle as possible to capture okay. all of the wonderful <laughs> well, uh, anxiety. Well, you know, the big concern, Casey wants to get those quiet moments when Jackie opens up and talks about really one day hoping to wear underwear. And that's, 
That's what we're looking for. So, yeah. Jackie, come over here. Get get uh, a little bit closer. So, uh, wait, you didn't pack any underwear? No, I think I'm good to go. Okay. I have big shirts. I'm covered down to my knees. Very gothic looking. You're not covered down to your knees at all. Not right now. Yeah. You're, your You're not even close. <laughs> I can see everything. Look up, Kent Press. <laughs> Hold on, Kyle, are you packed for the full week in that backpack? No, my bag is back there. Oh, all right, all right, okay, okay, okay. We have room for you, too, you know. You oh know, Jackie's pants are always so tight, I can literally see a polyp in his ass. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the week with Jackie's penis. Yeah. Yep. All angles, like you said. Uh, Jackie, by the way, who's going to be covering for you while you're gone? Who's going to be on the air? I think it's Sarah. I think it's Brent. I think it's Ray. Everybody's uh, sharing the wealth. Right. Exactly. Okay. Thanks to everyone for stepping up and doing and doing that, too, because yeah. we're covering a couple of things. And, and uh, But this should be Preston. It could not be a better day, a better situation. No. We just hope it carries all the way through the country. And we are going to send these guys off with a bit of a fanfare. So on the way, and we'll have this uh, video-wise for you guys to see, but we have the Union Fire Department here this morning. Yeah. And we have the Positive Movement Drumline, who is going to be marching these guys out as they leave. And not only that, I believe the uh, Union Fire Department is going to uh, do a nice little surprise and do a uh, a, a traditional send-off here. Excellent, excellent. Some water involved. And then, uh, Matt Redder, you wanted to mention something? I got a couple of things. Casey, real quick. Uh, you said there's not much to see in Indiana. This vehicle that you're driving yeah. was built in Lafayette, Indiana Whoa. at Subaru Indiana Automotive just about an, uh, 45 minutes north of where we're going to be passing through. So oh. there's something to see there, the Subaru plant. If you want to stop by, let me know. Well, maybe I'll take this there so it can so I can show it where it was born. There you go. Now, I've yeah. got something for you. You're going to be hitting some national parks along the way. Yes, I am. As a matter of fact, the first one I'm hitting is uh, tomorrow in St. Louis. Yep, at the uh, Gateway Arch is actually a uh, national park. Subaru is the largest corporate donor for the National Park Foundation. So we have something for you. Here's a national parks pass. You have to worry about getting (laughs) in. No way! You're going to drive right in and be ready to go. Wow. Yeah. This is amazing. Do I have to leave Kyle and Jackie uh, outside? Uh, Until the background check is done. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. There are no secrets to Jackie's pants. Uh, and finally, you know what? We felt that it's time to start teasing camp out a little bit. Yeah. So Subaru is going to donate $1 for every mile driven between here and the end of your road trip. Get out of here. To fill abundance. Wow. And uh, kind of get, get started for camp out a little bit. So we're yes. looking forward to uh, that. I spoke with Lori Jones over the weekend, and she's excited about that. So have a safe trip. This vehicle, by the way, speaking of safety, again, Subaru's proud to be your trusted partner in this trip. This is an IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus, highest rating for front driver uh, crash prevention, thanks to our award-winning EyeSight system. So, you're in great hands with the Subaru Ascent, and I doubt you're going to have any issues, but should you have any challenges, we have a wonderful network of Subaru retailers across the country set up and ready to take care of you should you have any issues. Awesome, awesome, yeah. Well... We're going to have to take the long way now that I know that they're donating money per mile. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got to clock those miles. Stretch it out as far as you can. But we can't thank Subaru enough for uh, partnering with us on this. And we knew we could count on them, obviously. And you're definitely going to feel safe in that vehicle uh, as you guys go screaming across the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, it's and, a lot of distance to cover. And yeah. not, not only that, our friends from Marriott Hotels are uh, helping out, too, with uh, some places for these guys to stay. Because, uh, you know, contrary to what Jackie believes, they are going to stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're going to sleep, and they're going to eat, oh, and, and they're going to go to the bathroom, they too. They go to the bathroom. Yeah, yes. Big, yeah, that's what a... if you have to go to the bathroom? Jackie, do you have a bathroom plan as uh, you're driving across the country? Matt just whispered in my ear, after the third row, there is a bathroom. There's yeah, a slight, there's there. a small bathroom Thank in the Matt. back there. Okay. Um, well, I, you know what? I, I think we should probably get these guys on the road. It's sort of bittersweet because we don't want to see them go, but I know. we kind of want to see them go. Uh, Casey, however, is filling a cooler right now. So he is uh, smashing a bag of ice on the ground and uh, making sure that they do have nice cold drinks to have along the way. Casey didn't do this ahead of time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you could just pull out of the parking lot. Do the yeah, do it later on. Just, after just we... do it five minutes. Why don't you do a quick tire rotation while we're in here? <laughs> Uh, so, and what we're going to do is, uh, yeah, we have the uh, the positive movement drumline. Is Fox 29 here? Or they, they haven't made it yet. I haven't seen All right, so I haven't seen them either. Anyway, they were supposed to be here. Well, they're missing out of the story of the year. Uh, so we are going to, uh, we're going to have the positive movement drumline leading uh, the, the Subaru as they head out of the parking lot. And as they go past, we have uh, Union, uh, the Union Fire Department, uh, Ladder 28 and Engine 28 here. Uh, and they actually have the ladder extended. And they are going to be passing through like a gauntlet of vehicles. Oh. And I believe they might hose down the vehicle as it goes through. I think I'm going to cry. As yeah. kind of a uh, a nice tribute. Is that uh, Steve Wilson from uh, Wilson Secret yes, Sauce right over yes. there? Hey, man. What's up, buddy? Just came walking up. I love it. Sending, giving Casey a nice setup. All right, Casey, are you, uh, are you done? I'm ready. Okay. Right. Why don't we have... Kyle and Jackie getting in place. They're going to take the Subaru back through uh, the fire department. Then we're going to do the ceremonial launch as they head out, uh, being led by, like we said, the positive movement drum line and working their way through the uh, uh, the fire trucks here. Casey's doing a few more goodbyes. <laughs> he he wants to uh, uh, take care of some business. Case, anything else you want to say before you hit the road? All right, let's light this candle. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. I like it. All right, so go back there. Get behind the drum line. They're going to lead the way okay. until you come up here, and then you're going to peel off, and then you guys are going to head out on your adventure. So the three of them climbing into the vehicle. And you guys have done road trips before, right? Oh, yes. Many you know what times. it's like when you first get in the vehicle? Yay. You slide in. Hey, all right. Yeah. This feels good. I'm comfy. I'm ready to go. They're going to get to the bottom of Belmont, and they're going to be like, how many more hours? We have yeah, to totally. Go? Yep, that's it. All right. Keys. You lost keys? Yeah, I, you know, I gave Kyle a key, and uh, I said, hey, do you have the other set of keys? Yeah, he said, I, I gave it back to you. I said, no, you didn't. <laughs> and now he's got it. Oh, he's got it. Oh, yeah. So go go get in the starting place. We need to do a ceremonial beginning. We can uh, move over this way, I think, get out of the way, and uh, we'll see them as they come by. So, uh, no, don't spray them yet. Not yet. Not no, yet. Don't, okay, they, they're yeah, doing it, it anyway. No, That's no. okay. It doesn't matter. All right, so... <laughs> That's okay. It All the best laid plans. Is the drum core um, uh, The drum core is not going to get wet. Well, hopefully they know this. Hopefully that Marissa, I don't know if she can hear us, is going to go uh, and tell them to not spray the water until after the drum line goes through because I would hate for those guys and their equipment to get soaking wet. Marissa is running over to us right now. She's jogging. And uh, what's up, Marissa? So the, uh, the cue for the drum line will be the sirens of the fire truck. So you give me a sign when you guys are ready for him to go. Oh, okay. For them to begin walking? Oh, I love that. I'm ready whenever, man. Whenever they get in place. So uh, Casey is pulling up behind the drum line. And when they are in place, I'll give Marissa the thumbs up. But I can't see her now. There it is. All right. And there we go. This officially means 
that the road trip is beginning. Jackie is out of the vehicle. He's actually leading the procession. He's waving them on as the drum line makes its way in front of One Bella Plaza. Oh my God. He's dancing. I love it. It's like having a three year old with him. Yeah, it is. That's their kid for the week. Now, Casey may want to back up a little bit so the drum line doesn't get. All the humanity completely knocked on their asses by the spray from the fire department. But uh, Union Fire Department is set up, and they're about ready to pass through, making a ceremonial begin to this journey. A young man's dream. Ever since we have known Casey, this has been a dream of his to drive across country. Yep. I scarcely imagine he thought he would leave on such a trip in such a fine fashion. The Positive Movement drum line on their way. And, uh, Steve, I also have this little blessing to pass yes, along. Yes, by all means. All right, and they're being sprayed by oh, water no, now. Oh, no. Oh. And here comes the drum line as they're getting closer. This is how you do it, folks. God, they sound good. They do sound good. And here comes Casey and Jackie and Kyle. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We love you. We love you. Bye, Jackie. If you get hungry, eat. You have to go to the bathroom. If you have to go to the bathroom, go. And we'll give them this blessing. An Irish sailor's blessing. May the road lie smooth before you. May a gentle breeze waft from your shorts and women's leggings. May sunshine warm your face regardless of the shadow cast by your nose. And may kindness warm your soul as your heart is warmed by the songs of Gino Vanelli. And until we meet again, may God bless you and keep you safe. Tarantula! And they are off. Oh, my God. I feel emotional. I know. That was so funny. I know. Yeah. So we are going to have the ability to check in with them live throughout the entire thing. In fact, we'll probably do it here shortly just to make sure that all our equipment is working and that uh, they are indeed embarking upon their journey. I'm I'm envious because you're so right. There's such a high when you take off on a road trip. Mm Mm-hmm. That degenerates <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Over the course of the trip. But as you catch the silhouette as they were driving by, it looked like uh, Casey was driving an old Jewish grandmother. Yes. Sitting. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that, Matt Ritter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His silhouette looks like an like an old woman. Oh, my God. Do you think that he's going to get angry with Jackie at some I, point? Well, yes. You know okay. Wait, Joe Bell said to me, you know, how do you think they're going to do it? And I, I almost said he's going to get angry at him at some point, and then I stopped myself. I just said, we'll see how it goes. Because Casey but, loves, they love, they each, love other. each other. It's but clear love It's almost a paternal it is. child relationship. But, I'm, but Jackie is the child in he's that relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre that Jackie Jackie is the child in that relationship. <laughs> he, he you know what the, I mean? He is I know, the kid for the I week, know. For sure. But Casey's a child, too. How many? Yet he's... 
How many times, Preston, will you be reporting in the Bizarre File on alien sightings throughout the country (laughs) as as he makes it from town to town? Because they've never seen anything like Jackie. No, no, absolutely not, especially through the Midwest. They're in for a shock. So (laughs) Uh, I can't believe they're on the way and that this is actually taking place. So I'm excited about it, and uh, hopefully things go smoothly. Uh, But as uh, anybody who's ever been on a road trip know that that's virtually impossible, especially if you're going all the way across the country. No. uh, And I love the plans that are in place. Like, I, you know, everything that they have, and I'm like, first, like, hurdle that they have to get over. I'm like, oh, let's see how this goes. Tomorrow is shaping up to be, it's it's going to be wonderful for them. But also nostalgic for you, Preston. Yeah, because they're stopping in my old hometown of, yeah. uh, of St. Louis, first stop, and uh, we got some things planned uh, that they're going to try to achieve during that uh, that little stopover. Uh, thank you, guys. By the way, come over here real quick. I want to thank um, uh, the Positive yeah. Movement Drumline uh, for being here this morning. Your name again? Tony. Everybody call me Mr. Why Not. Tony Backwards. <laughs> Mr. Why Not. I love that, man. Thank you guys for coming out here this morning. Yes, thanks for having us. You were here for a while back uh, for Casey's birthday, and it was a huge hit, and we couldn't think of anybody better than to lead the charge. So, uh, But you guys are for hire and all kinds of stuff, right? Yes. You could go on our website, which is www.whoyourockinwit.org. That's W-H-O, the letter U-R-O-C-K-I-N-W-I-T.org. All right, and uh, you'll come out and do all kinds of events, right? Oh yes. How many people are you when you're when the full drum line is ready to go? Um, so far, uh, we got 17 people coming to wow. practice, wow. and uh, awesome. we just marched around uh, the. I want to say Tioga area last night, um, and we had a few parents to come out. It was maybe around like nine o'clock p.m., yeah. uh, so we was probably waking people up. Uh, <laughs> but everybody came out and they loved us. Um, and we had a few parents that were saying they was going to come out to our practice today. All right, excellent. Yes. And who are your drummers here with you this morning? Uh, we have Miss Cat. We have Miss <laughs> Shauna. And we have Antoine. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for being here. It was a lot of fun. Yes, thanks again for having us. And I think you gave us some good vibes to send them off on their trip across the country. Oh, yes. You already know. Put down the guns and pick up some drums for better communities. I love These that. These guys are great. Thank you guys for being here this thank morning. You. All right. Yeah. The Positive Movement Drumline. And, of course, the uh, Union Fire Department. I can't believe they went ahead and did that. Thank you guys. You guys are the best. Awesome. We love you. And thank you to... Yep, there you go. And uh, Matt Ritter of Subaru. Man, we couldn't do it without you, bud. Well, listen, thanks so much for choosing Subaru, and thanks to the entire Subaru family for making all this possible. Thanks to everybody who helped out. Yep, and uh, we'll obviously see you around uh, Camp Out for Hunger Time. So For a full-blown camp out. Yep, totally. Yep, yeah, absolutely. we're doing the full thing. So uh, with that, I think we're done, and we're ready to head back inside and uh, put the show on and check in with these guys and see how we're doing. So uh, we'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. Connor, we'll go into commercials and be up there in a second. Stay with you If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
I miss them already. I know. I miss them already. <laughs> I'm excited. It's so conflicting. Mm. Uh, Casey, Jackie, Kyle, Casey's Big Adventure, they're on the road. They headed out. We had uh, a nice... What do you nice think they are now, Preston? Big send-off. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you think Maybe the Schuylkill cool Expressway? Maybe the Conchock and Curve? Oh, something exotic. like that. So, wow. Wait, liter- wait, seriously, though, which way are they going? <laughs> I they're headed west. So yeah. they're, they're headed. on seventy six. They yeah. took seventy six. Yeah. 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 Hop on the okay. PA Turnpike and then drive that all the way across okay. uh, the state. Yep. So they'll uh, they'll be heading up the Northeast Extension. No, actually, they'll no, 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 no. That's the wrong way. Don't go that way. They're heading. Yeah, Preston, we're uh, <laughs> we're at uh, Jack Frost. <laughs> they're they're heading on the Blue Route and then they'll get on the Turnpike and they will head west and they'll be going west no, for a long time on the Blue Route. Okay. No, they're just going to stay on seventy six west of the Turnpike. See, I'm used to. I go up that way. Oh, okay. I live off Northeast Extension, yeah. but you yeah. can you can shoot up there and jump on the turnpike right there, too. Yeah, but that'd be stupid. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at traffic and see what's going on. Kathy, which way would you go? <laughs> well, uh, fortunately, the accident is cleared on 95. They're not going that way, but uh, 95 northbound between 452 and 420. You are still slow, but the accident on the off-ramp now gone. South on 95 jams from Cotman through to Bridge on the Vine. Westbound, you're slow 95 to Broad Street, and then jams the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill School. Eastbound, slowing 202 into Gulf Mills, the Blue Route to Belmont, the Boulevard to Spring Garden, westbound, Vare Avenue to South Street, City to Belmont, Gladwin out to Conshohocken. The Blue Route southbound slows from the Media Bypass to McDade Boulevard, 422 eastbound, slowing Oaks to First Avenue, and then in New Jersey. Uh, on the n- northbound side of the 42 freeway, you're jammed from Blackwood Clementon Road to 55, 55 northbound, heavy Deptford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Mark. It's mm. not brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Yes, it is. It's brought to you by Whole Foods Market. <laughs> you Prime tease. members save on high-quality seafood at Whole Foods Market. Enjoy 20% off sustainable wild-caught fresh salmon fillets through September 20th. While supplies last, promo varies by location. See app for details. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, guys. So we got like... Um like three minutes before we have to do our very first Yoohoo loop. Marissa, I'm going to change things. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do the B file afterwards. I don't want to interrupt no. in the middle of the bizarre file and then have to stop and do the contest because we're doing that right around 8 o'clock and today's the first day and I want to try to hit it right on time if we can. Uh, but just thinking about those guys heading off on that trip, uh, the longest driving trip I ever took uh, was my dad and I uh, drove uh, to the west, but we started in St. Louis, which is going to be Casey and company's uh first stop uh but we headed straight out west went through you know across kansas into to colorado and eventually uh went into you know new mexico and and uh up through uh wyoming and we kind of meandered around a little bit right and we ended up in um in san francisco uh and that was several days of just you know being in the car and uh uh you know and, and doing that that standard um uh, and, and, of course, I was a kid, so I couldn't drive. My dad was doing all the driving. Well, on some uh, of the rural roads, you could put your yeah, back there. Yeah, you get back there. I was, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was 13. What the hell? No, my mm. my job, uh, and he'll never admit this, but I was the beer jockey. Oh, really? While my dad yeah. was driving. <laughs> Press, why don't you reach back there and give me another beer? <laughs> oh, my God. I was on the uh, AC Expressway just the other day, and I saw a kid leaning. It, it was like standstill traffic, and he was in a pickup truck. He opened up the door and was leaning out into the cooler and grabbing drinks for the whole family. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it wasn't beer. Well, maybe it was. Who knows? Maybe it's a progressive family. Uh, somebody's got to be the, uh, you know, the, the kind of uh, go-to get-stuff person. Uh, when driving. So you have the difference. So when I was doing, obviously when you were at the band and you were driving around, you were, you know, taking long trips. And when I was doing stand-up and I was driving around, the mo- the longest 
um, straight through driving around, you know, the clock uh, was from New York to Chattanooga. Okay. And how yeah. long was that? Uh, I'm probably wrong on this, but I'm going to think 10 hours, okay. 10, 11 hours. Yeah, my dad took a, I'm sorry to interrupt, Nick. My dad took a, drove from Phoenix to St. Louis nonstop. Wow. And that was almost a 24 hour drive. Like it, it was, yeah, or it was an overnight drive for sure. It took all, all that time. I've done cross country, uh, three times. And then, uh, but the longest was, and this was like with, uh, four guys driving, but we did, Lewisburg, PA, where I went to college, to Key West. And that was 24 hours on the nose. And uh, the the worst part about that drive was you get to Florida and you think, hey, we made it to Florida. No, and then, no, then you no, got no. like 12 more hours from Jacksonville to get out to the Keys. It's a freaking nightmare. Long yeah. drives like this do not appeal to me. Like, me either, Kathy. I would rather get on, like, go, spend the time traveling to the airport, sitting in the airport, driving to, or, I mean, uh, flying two hours or whatever it takes. Like, to, I don't... The, the, even if it's like a scenic ride, I understand that, and and there are beautiful places, but to have to drive a long way like that, no. Well, yeah. What so if you were sitting not more than two feet away from Jackie's nutsack? <laughs> <No. laughs> I, I think it's the the, the not moving. No, I, I get antsy. You know what I mean in that that cramped space for a long, my, long time. My limit is um, four. I could do four hours. That's like the most, and to me, that's like a two. Let's see, we're even teetering on too long. The amazing thing is it makes you tired. It, people can't... That's why long-haul truckers, you know, it's... God bless you because it is... It wipes you the hell out. And you say, well, you're just sitting. No, it wipes you out when you yeah. drive those kind of distances. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and Kathy, four hours is about right, too. Anything after that, it's like, okay. And, <laughs> and like that last hour, if you're taking like a five or six-hour drive, and then that last hour just seems to take forever. Or you when, you know, when you've taken the trip and you've taken it. So when I would come down, uh, when I was living in New York and coming down and working when we were at Y100 Preston, the trip down would take about, especially like in the summer, with su- summer traffic, it would take close to five hours. Going home from here back, two and a half hours. Oh, I'm okay. like, so, so I'd sit there and I'd be like, <laughs> I know. I've done I know. the same distance and half the time. Well, and that's the thing, and th- then you have to drive back. Like, yeah. so you've had your fun at whatever location you've gotten to. The drive back is off. It's worse yeah. than go- going. Fortunately, these guys are flying back. But the way things go yeah. with the airlines yeah. nowadays, who knows if they'll get back here or not? Well, and if they get there in time, yeah, that's what we're going <laughs> to wait and see. It's kind of the mission to get there on time. All right. Speaking of time, it is eight o'clock. That means this. up. Here's your keyword. You guys are going to love this. I don't know what the keyword is. <laughs> we will find out. I just realized I turned to Marissa and I'm like, I don't know what the word is. Oh, that's great. And she go. just brought it to me. Thank you. The word is club. Okay, gang? C-L-U-B. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. We've been thinking so much about the Casey thing. Yeah. I wasn't ready for this. There are three ways for you to enter the word club. You can text it to the special contest short code, number, which is number, which is uh, 45911. Uh, or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is club. C-L-U-B. Good luck to you. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. 
And the Bizarre File brought to you this morning by... Ah, Red Robin. You can choose any style Red Robin Tavern, double burger with bottomless fries and drink for just $10. Dine in only at participating locations in PA. Red Robin. Yum. Of course. All right, so doctors in Dublin conducting a surgery found dozens of batteries in a 66-year-old woman's colon and stomach. What the hell? A report of the incident detailed the patient's arrival at St. Vincent's University Hospital where an x-ray revealed the foreign objects in her body. Miraculously, none were obstructing her obstructing her gastrointestinal tract. Did they go in by mouth or the other way? Well, for they were going to try not to go in at all for initially. Doctors uh, decided to wait in hopes that she would pass the batteries out of her body naturally. She said she was feeling run down, Preston. Though she released five AA batteries in the first week. Oh my Subsequent God. x-rays showed that most were still stuck inside, and the woman began experiencing abdominal pain. Remember, that she had Jeez. dozens of them in there. After realizing that her distended stomach was hanging above the pubic bone due to the weight of the batteries, surgeons cut into her abdomen and successfully removed 46 batteries. 46 batteries? Why didn't she just need a car battery? Unfortunately for all involved, the additional batteries remained trapped in the colon. Doctors milked them into her rectum. Nearly killed her. To remove them from her anus. (gasps) We're going to milk these... There's about nine horrible words in that sentence. Uh, this brought the total amount of batteries she, she ingested, both AA and AAA, to a whopping 55. Hey, were they rechargeable by any chance? The journal said that, uh, to the best of our knowledge, the case represents the highest reported number of batteries ingested at a single point in time. What is this, like a, a thing? A like a, rec- a record holder. <laughs> Uh, the report reminded readers that ingestion of batteries is a serious, albeit unusual, method of self-harm. Its authors noted that the act can cause severe issues, including mucosal injury, perforation, and obstruction. And the, crapping batteries. The potential of cylindrical batteries to result in acute surgical emergencies should not be underestimated, according to the report. How did that person not die? I don't know. Grizzly details have emerged in the case of an Arkansas couple who are both charged with first-degree felony endangerment of a minor. Shannon Cox was arrested early last month after he he had used a chop saw to cut off his own leg in front of his five-year-old daughter after her mother, Sandy Cox, left her at the home. Officers responded to reports of a man with an amputated leg when they found Cox lying naked in front of a residence with his leg missing. He was airlifted to a nearby hospital. I have a chop, so I made a coat hanger. His wife, Sandy, was not home at the time, but police. Uh, she told police that her husband was, quote, acting odd all day long. Yeah. But he never touched her and was only being verbally abusive. Oh, good. Sandy said he was telling her that he was Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and that she needed to get right with the Lord. Sandy said he then became violent towards her and said that he was Satan. So wow, that turned. I did, didn't it? Uh, he told Jesus Sandy in the morning, Satan at night, that he was going to twist her head off and continued to make verbal threats. Mm-hmm. Sandy then left the residence because she was scared that Shannon would kill her and went to stay with a friend, leaving their daughter there at the home with him. Jeez. 
According, why would you do that? According to Corporal Jason Briscoe, he said, when I asked Sandy why she didn't take her daughter with her, she said that she was worried about Shannon killing her and wasn't worried about her daughter. Oh. Uh, the daughter who was interviewed at a child advocacy center confirmed that she was present at the time that her father amputated his own leg. What you doing? She still appeared to be in a state of shock, and it was recommended that she undergo counseling before further interview attempts. <laughs> Shannon and Sandy have both been released on a $10,000 bond and are scheduled to return to court in mid-October. Could you imagine leaving a kid with a guy who's going off like that? No. And also, how do you not die if you cut your own leg off? You put batteries up your ass. That's probably what That's I was what, overlooking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, German customs officials say a, trial, a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails and other items hidden inside of bags at Dusseldorf Airport this month. Have you ever seen one of these snails, Kathy? No. They're enormous. Uh, authorities said officials stumbled over one of the snails on a baggage truck and initially thought it was a toy until it started moving because it was so big. Yeah. By following the trail left by the 8-inch snail... They found a bag with a hole with another snail already peeping out of it, possibly preparing to dash for freedom. How you doing? In total, officials found six bags containing 93 giant snails, 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, and a suitcase full of rotting meat. <laughs> All have been imported from... Is that Ni- how you pack for a trip? <laughs> All have been imported from Nigeria and were uh, destined for an African goods store in western Germany. Rest of we forgot the bag with the large African snails for the trip. Uh, the snails were handed to an animal rescue service in Dusseldorf after the meat was dest- and the meat was destroyed. A spokesperson said, uh, never in the history of Dusseldorf Customs Office has a trail of slime led us to smuggled goods. So I'm terrified of bringing more than four ounces of mouthwash yeah. in my luggage, yep. and they're bringing these things. Yeah, like 90 of them yeah. or something like Kathy, that. Kathy, that's the size of the uh, snail. Oh, God. All right, and yeah, it's the size of it's hand. your entire yeah. hand, a whole human hand. That's how big they are. All right, and the one last story. An Arizona sheriff's office said a loose goat... Terrorized the community for hours before being apprehended and promptly urinating on a deputy. (laughs) The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office said that the goat, which they dubbed Billy, terrorized some residents of Tunapah for hours by causing damage to a garage door and electrical cord before chasing a resident around a car. Deputies from District 2 were able to take Billy into custody, at which point he assaulted one of our deputies by urinating on them. Uh, Billy was put into special handcuffs and turned over to livestock control after what the incident. does a goat golden shower go for? Uh, it's got to be pretty pricey yeah, yeah. in some circles, I would imagine. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, you who loot, you still got uh, about mm, 10 minutes roughly uh, to enter the word club. All right, actually not 10 minutes, you have five minutes. We go till quarter after. All right, so club is the word, C-L-U-B. So get on that now. Text it to our special contest short code number, which is 45911, or enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. It's brought to you by Horizon Services. We're going to take a break. Casey and Jackie and Kyle are on the road. Casey's Big Adventure has begun. We're going to check in with them in a little bit just to see how things are going. We'll return shortly. Stay with us. The energy, emotion, and epic concert experience that unfolded in Wembley Stadium earlier this month. It sounds like a beast to give and give. 
will now be transported to the more intimate Kia Forum Arena in Inglewood, California for part two of the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert. The good news? WMMR has two great seats for the show to give away. The bad news? Travel is up to you. So especially for our California area podcasters and streamers, we encourage you to enter now at WMMR.com. Heck, ping your friends on the West Coast and have them enter too. The contest is open to all and we just want a review after the show. See the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks coast to coast. Um, if you guys don't mind, I got a little uh, shout out I would like to do. Uh, this is from Devin Mayer who says, um, uh, Dear my favorite radio biz niches. Uh, Monday is not only Casey's big adventure, but it's also my 44th trip around the sun. Although I will not be on Casey's route out west, I will be relaxing on the beaches of the Outer Banks, listening to my favorite radio show. So with uh, that, 22. Uh, so with that, the 2022 has been less than kind to this girl, and it would make my day if on Monday or any time next week I could get a birthday shout out to myself. It would be a great gift. Safe travels to the boys on their awesome adventure. Can't wait. Love yous. Gadzooks from Devin Mayer. So a shark. Good. Happy 44th birthday to yeah. you, Devin. Uh, and then I got this. This is actually kind of a zap. Uh, and this was from Friday. I didn't see the email until this week. And it said, hey, um, on Friday morning at the Wawa on Tollgate Road in Quakertown, uh, a guy pulled up to me and he was listening to MMR. He's in a kitchen and bath van truck. <laughs> Next to the purple tow truck that I'm driving, if you could please give him a shout out, because uh, I told him I would try to announce that he was listening. That's pretty cool. Yeah, is it? Thank you, but this was on Friday, so I, but uh, better late than never. Uh, thank you guys very much. Uh, that would be very appreciated. And also a shout out to all of you guys. I listen to you guys every day. As long as my Bluetooth is working in the trucks, I drive tow trucks for preferred towing in Quaker Town. And I'm going to get your bumper stickers to put on the trucks. So, anyhow, I don't want to make this long. I just want to say thank you guys uh, for all that you do. When I was in a very dark place, um, uh, he said, uh, I thought of you guys along with uh, Pierre Robert and the rest of the the crew really brought me and my spirits back. Uh, You guys honestly saved my life. Uh, So, thank you so much. From uh, This is from Rosario uh, Pistone. Uh, in Quakertown. So thank you, Rosario. We appreciate that, and we're just uh, happy you're doing okay. You want to zap them? She's Go ahead. So that goes out. Zap a cool, man. That goes out to the the person in the uh, kitchen and bath truck that was listening. No, that's very cool. And I'm I'm glad they came through their bad time. Absolutely. So something else on Friday that I need to mention. We didn't get a chance to. We had such a great time on Friday. Um... We had so many great guests on uh, Billy Eichner and uh, and uh, Godfrey and uh, Don McCluskey came by. Craig and Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah. And it was just a, it was filled from beginning to end with guests. So we didn't get to do something that I love to do on Fridays. Would you mind if I do it on Monday? Let's do it. Connoisseur. It's time for a Monday edition of the Connoisseur. I think Bill Weston calls it that food thing. Yes, <laughs> the food thing. Uh, and there's some good things in here that I wanted to pass along and didn't want to get uh, too far away. Can I have a, can you throw me your bell? Here you go. Ready? Uh, ready? Hi-oh. Oh. Thank you. Hi-hi-hi. All right. Order in. Here we go. Um, the Choco Taco. Mm-hmm. Yes. Has, has been discontinued. We were bemoaning that fact. Yep. Uh, but you can apparently win one of the last Choco Tacos 
by participating in a scavenger hunt on Klondike's Instagram if you yeah, want to be a part of that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's a digital <laughs> hunt. Oh. Uh, that will take place Wednesday, September 21st. So it's this Wednesday. Uh, go to Instagram, the Instagram handle Klondike Bar uh, for the first clue. And the first 100 people to open the digital freezer uh, will win a Choco Taco. Now, I don't know how they get the Choco Taco to well, so you, but... This, do you think this is a temporary suspension and that they will bring it back with much fanfare Maybe. a little while down the road? I, it, I'm looking at the Choco, Choco Taco, and I it occurs to me... I actually might never have had one of those. Really? They're good. I thought I had. That was like my go-to from the ice cream man on the beach when I was younger. Yeah? So it's essentially, it's the ingredients of a drumstick. Yeah. It's the same type of, of uh, cone. It looks like It's in the shape that. of a waffle, and it's nuts and vanilla ice cream and chocolate and nuts. And, and, and that's exactly what, uh, I. that's my favorite type of um, novelty to get, is, right. is the drumstick. And so I liked Choco Tacos. The only th- issue I have with Choco Tacos <laughs> is that if they weren't fresh out of the freezer, yeah, and if you spent too much time with them, when you would bite down on the taco, it would squish together and all the ice cream. It would make a mess. Mother effort. And you couldn't eat it very well. So it had to be... It's a disgrace. Freezing cold right out of the freezer, in my humble opinion. Do you... Uh, and I'm sorry, Nick, just jumping in here quickly. I prefer my ice cream a little melted. You are... Are you of that camp, or you want it cold and hard and veiny? Well, well like, uh, hand-dipped, yes. Uh, yeah. I, I like it to be just a little bit right. tempered, as okay. I've been told. Uh, but when it comes to, like, a novelties, you know, or cone or something like that, I like to be nice and cold. All right. Steve, yeah. I took a Ben and Jerry's out the freezer last night and it had a little bit of freezer burn on it and it was just frozen solid. Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was a subpar dessert, you it's know? Tough. Yeah. It, it, it bummed me out a little bit. Uh, what is the Choco Taco that they sell at Taco Bell? Is it a, a do they call it something else? Because they had some Taco Bell dessert. Not anymore. Ch- was this years ago? I, hey, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I believe they had some kind of, I'm sure Casey would know, actually, but some kind of, like, chocolate taco as a dessert. I definitely know. know. I know they sell auto parts, Nick. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that's true. Well, they had those kind of almost churro, cinnamony they, yes. things. Oh, I like those. Yeah. That, were, yeah. that were okay. But I don't remember the ice cream Taco Bell connection ever. So Maybe it's someone, possible, though. Someone would have to, to verify that. Well, not Taco Bell, but now that Choco Taco has been discontinued, a lot of restaurants are doing knockoffs. Like okay. uh, Foxy okay. Lady Chef is doing a fresh one. I could see like that. Like you said, uh, Preston, it's just the cone, so yeah. they make it like a waffle, and right. then instead of rolling it, you just fold it like a taco. I think, though, the Choco Taco, from what I'm looking at engineering-wise, is going to be a messier situation than the actual yeah. original, right? Agreed. I, I, I agree, yes. But uh, the Choco Taco, you can apparently win one, uh, one of the last ones that they're going to make. But Steve, I think they'll I think they'll bring it back. I think they'll bring it back because right now they're, they're sitting pressed and they're doing a place filler with the Choco Blumpkin. Uh, Nick, a few texts coming in saying Taco Bell used to sell Choco Tacos for a short amount of time. There you go. Yeah. And they were good, And um, I, but I think that it was just sort of like a novelty. I don't think they stuck around for that long. I don't. You know, we are being played, by the way, the fast food <laughs> industry in general, because they, this is all a means to an end. They bring out, we're going to discontinue like the, uh, like the, what is it, the taco pizza or the... Uh, the taco, Mexican pizza. Mexican, Mexican pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's going away. Now it's coming back. So that's how they build in the excitement. I haven't been able to get my hands on one yet. Like when I've been to order one, they're oh, like, really? no, we don't have them. We're, we're out of them. And I'm like, come on, man. 
I'm on radio. You reintro- I'm on the radio. Don't you know this? <laughs> Listen to my voice. I know this is a drive yeah. You should be able to recognize my voice. You right? know Steve Tower? I'm in the same industry. <laughs> Foxy Lady Chef's making those too, Preston. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Mexican pizza. Okay. All right. Um, order up. Okay. Now, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, this is, I've personally never had this, uh, but I have seen this ordered before. Cheddar cheese... On an apple pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. That's a standard, actually. I've yes. not had it, but I've seen it. Now, you know, I read an article recently that said it's uh, the person who moved to Vermont, and they found out that it was a very Vermont thing to do. Was this person a pedophile? Why does no, what does that have to do? With no, it? I, I thought the original thing was there was an American slice of American cheese. No, okay, cheddar cheese. All right. In fact, in the movie. Um, Cheddar pie? No. What's the Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith movie? The Alien uh, Men in Black. Men in Black. He always uh, Tommy Lee or uh, Tommy Lee Jones, not Tommy Lee from Molly Crow. The drummer. Man, uh, your penis is huge. <laughs> Can I have some apple pie? <laughs> always orders uh, apple pie with a slice of cheddar cheese. There you go. What the is movie. the what I? What? what is it? What, what is it doing to your taste palate? Well, Why do we need cheese on that? So, the, and here's where I kind of rationalize it because I haven't had it yet. Okay. Um, when you have a, a cheese tray, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's uh, fruit there's that comes along with that. A little and, sweetness. And it adds a little bit of that uh, creaminess and sweet together. So if you have brie, sometimes you'll have like a jam or something oh, like that put on there as well. Wonderful. Or, mm-hmm. or, or some strawberries or grapes. So, so, this so is cheese like and the, grapes. So it's kind of like that. That's how I see it. It's like seems like, yeah, like the low version of that. Yeah, just slap like the low red piece version. Of cheddar, cheddar cheese on top of instead apple of pie. brie and marmalade, you're having yeah, yeah. apple pie and <laughs> like cheese whiz. Cheddar cheese, <laughs> sweet and savory. Um, I was I went to Vermont not too long ago, and I had the best cheddar of my life. Okay, and I was surprised. It was Cabot. And yeah. to me, Cabot, Cabot is makes just, a hell of a cheddar. Uh, oh, no, yeah. but it's just the one, like, kind of, you see it in Acme. It's sitting there. It's easy to grab. It's like a little fancier. As opposed fancier. to a cheese shop, right? Yes. Yeah. Do not be... But, Cabot makes wonderful cheese. And yeah. they make regionally specific cheeses. They do. So this cheese is really only available there, and they might, like, distribute it to fancy cheese shops. But best cheese, best cheddar cheese ever, so. So the person that uh, wrote this article said that, that uh, people have strong feelings about cheddar cheese on apple pie in a recent very unscientific poll... Uh, they found that 45% uh, of respondents said that they had never had cheddar cheese on their apple pie, and they never will. Meanwhile, 21% said that they love it. 30% said that they'd never had it, but they are curious. And so, therefore, I now want to try this because I haven't really thought. I've we never, need to make it happen. I've never really been in a restaurant where it's um, where it's available. But it turns out that uh, cheddar on apple pie isn't really just a Vermont thing. It's apparently bigger than that. They wrote, uh, though, fans... Of apple pie, where cheese exists everywhere. Uh, they seem to be concentrated in the American Midwest, New England, and parts of Canada and Britain. Is it a is it a base? Is it a United States thing? Is it a global thing? Does it date back to Genghis Khan? What what is this? So Southern Living argues that you will never find this in the South. This okay. was uh, they said if you serve a Southerner a slice of warm apple pie topped with a wedge of sharp cheddar cheese, they'll cut you. Prepare for confusion, or at the very least, asking where's the ice cream? The uh. tradition of cheese with apple pie. And its accompanying motto, an apple pie without the cheese is like is like a kiss without the squeeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, purportedly has English roots. Ah. So I was not aware of that. 
Um, Where's my cheese? Yeah, I I am uh, intrigued by the idea of uh, of this, and I think I will definitely try it next time I have some apple pie later. I should like my pie at all the cheese. <laughs> but Kathy, you're out, right? Because hot fruit. Hot fruit. Yeah, I'm out on apple That's pie anyway. Though it's funny, like Kathy played the tambourine in a band called Hot Fruit. <laughs> Wait a minute. What about what about like cold apple pie? No, no, really, no cooked cooked fruit. Whether it's, it's okay, warm whether it's or, actually warm or not, yeah. But it's gone through the process of being cooked, correct? And it's off the table for you, yeah. Okay. Fresh apple pie, I love it. Come on, man, oh. I, I like I love love it. At Thanksgiving, I have had a slice of apple pie and literally just ate like the crust and the filling right. and left the apples on the side. Kathy, I was. <laughs> Over the first time with my in-laws, with my wife, Thanksgiving dinner, she, my mother-in-law brought out a hot apple pie, and I openly pleasured myself. <laughs> At the table? At the table. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only one good. that I can, I could tolerate, maybe, is uh, blueberries. <gasps> Blueberry okay. pie? Okay. But maybe because they're, like, so little anyway that I'm not really... Oh, they're good. The texture, I'm not really tasting as it's cooked, or I'm not really, you know, it's not yeah. bothering me after it's cooked, but, like... I'll even skip that. Okay. Kathy, have you had it at Stephen Cookies? Have I had a Stephen's Cookies? Stephen Cookies. What's that? Down in, um, I guess it's Longport. They're like famous for their blueberry pie. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It's really, really good. No, I would never buy it. Like, do you know what I mean? I would never go yeah. in somewhere and buy She'd something have have with cooked fruit. Yeah, so, no. So you would never order, but if you happen to have it, you can tolerate blueberry pie. I adore blueberry pie, and I adore apple pie. By the way, there has to be somebody who texts in a phrase I've, I have not heard, and I think it's fun, but there's got to be a bakery called Pie Curious, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pie Curious. Wouldn't that, that would be a great sure. name yeah. uh, for a bakery. Pie curious. All right. Well, anyhow, um, if you've never had it before, maybe give it a shot. A little cheddar Do cheese it. with apple pie. Do it. I am definitely going to. Right I want my cheese on my pie now. Uh, I would uh, I would definitely say it sounds adventurous to me, and I want to give it a shot. Okay. Get to the cheese shop. Order up. So this is interesting. A gene-hacked purple super tomato. <laughs> Extended the lives of cancer-ridden mice by 30%, Norfolk plant science researchers have reported. And apparently this super tomato is, they're, they're talking about this kind of hitting the market in the near future. Well, good for the mice. Is there any way that it pours over to humans? I think that means oh, all right. that the same thing might happen for human beings. I'm sorry, bro. It's, I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> In this Good time, case, Charlie's got the blues. In this, in this case, you guys win. Yeah. The mice win. Uh, the super tomato is made with tomato and snapdragon flowers. Snapdragon flowers. <laughs> I used to love snapdragons as a kid. What are snapdragons? Um, it's like a very colorful flower. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which result in the fruit containing large amounts of, uh, wow, uh, anthocyanins, cyanines, cyanins? A- cyanide. No, cyanins. Uh, and anthocyanins, I think it's cyanokonkons. Cyanon, anthocyanokonkons are uh, anti-inflammatory. Are <laughs> oh, you mean to tell me that Nell is a research biologist? I, she must be. That's uh, why no one can understand her. <laughs> that's her. Basically, that's her. Watson, come quickly, Kong Kong. Uh, and they're associated with uh, anti-diabetic and anti-cancer benefits. This is think of the the stuff that you've heard just recently that the uh, revolution in um, perhaps sl- really dramatically slowing and protecting against Alzheimer's using I think it's 
Viagra again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this um, possibility, uh, it, it is amazing. Uh, the good news is that the Super Tomato is now approved for sale and growth in the United States. Uh, Norfolk Plant Science Plants. Uh, no. It You'll says, be stronger than the other tomatoes. It says plants. It should be plans to sell <laughs> seeds to homegrowers so that they can grow their own purple super tomato. So and Because it is the yellow sun, you shall be stronger and faster. I do like trying uh, fruits and vegetables that don't look like the version that we're used to seeing, like purple tomatoes and, yeah, yeah. and blue corn. Have you seen the like that. cubed watermelon? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, they grow it. They they can mold it as right. it's growing, and then it comes out in a in a square shape. And oh. I don't know what the story is, and I think a lot of what we perceive is informed by what we're looking at. I didn't think it tasted all that good. It probably was fine. It probably did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw on TikTok uh, you can get a little mold to put around your watermelons really? in your own garden. Oh, yes. Yeah, so- if you could do phallic. A lot of them were like, I watched like a, a, a montage of it, and they were growing out. Steve, they looked a little phallic once they started really? growing out of the molds. Oh, we're yeah. looking at some. Uh, Marissa, they yeah. have a, a heart shape? Yep. Get out of here. Preston, that's, we should do that. That's pretty cool. We've been pushing for to have a watermelon patch at the building. We have. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it on the roof, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that actually helps with the... Um, the environment in the building. Mm-hmm. We, we grew watermelon in our backyard. Jace did during COVID. We, he, really? Yeah, he had like a little vegetable garden. And um, yeah, so uh, we got one watermelon. It didn't grow overly large. And uh, then it started to like, we knew it was kind of the end. So we, you know, we you picked it off. It? We, no, we and we cut it open just to see. It wasn't any good. There was human blood. No, no it All was right. too small. It didn't grow, you know, we didn't do it right. Did you guys have Please a, kill me. <laughs> did you have planter boxes or how did you, where'd yeah, you grow we, it? Yeah, it was in a box. Okay. Um, and like, we've never done this before. So Nick, it was just it. a COVID thing. A big array of produce. What, yeah. what, what have you had the most success with? Uh, tomatoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, tomatoes grow so easily in Pennsylvania. We have uh, a random uh, tomato plants that just, I, we didn't plant them there. And all of a sudden, tomato plant, like, we got a, a dogwood tree in the front, and there's a tomato plant right in front of it. I, I told I don't you know guys. Where that came from. Yeah, the funniest thing, because we, Kathy, you know, you do the, obviously we do our pumpkins, and we put them out, and then, and then last year. Oh, it, did you get a pumpkin? There was like. You did? A, like a pumpkin growing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, but my, it comes from the ground. I know. I know somebody who left their pumpkin out literally all year yeah. long. It rotted away. It sat in in their the front bed of their house, and a pumpkin grew. Yeah. the next it was, year it was yeah. like the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, because all the seeds, yeah, yeah that, going to the ground. I, I I really, I really have. I would love to grow a garden. I think it'd be cool. It's not that hard. It's it's really I'm like, never going to do it. My dad grows. <laughs> Beans and tomatoes and potatoes and yeah, onions and lettuce and all kinds of stuff. And I just I didn't. It it's, didn't. Doesn't he grow those big seed pods that turn into replicas of humans? <laughs> he does. Yeah. I'm surprised that, you, that you're not as into it though, Preston. Because like uh, I, I made a mozz salad, a tomato mozz salad last week, and it was fresh tomatoes. Yeah. Salad. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but fresh tomatoes and fresh basil um, with with mozz that I bought at the grocery store. So I didn't grow the. Milk. <laughs> oh my god! But I did. Um, I uh, you know I didn't grow them. My my girlfriend did most of the work. But it's still delicious. You know, and it, it, there's something different when it comes out of the garden. Hey, when Casey's not here, I don't know what these buttons do. I want to see if this is the right mock. Hang on, button. Nope, nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's the door. That's not mock. it. Bang. Because uh, I thought it was under Dumb and Dumber. Wait, maybe it's this one. Hang on. Yeah. There it is. There we go. Found it. Mots. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I had it there. Hit it. Yeah. <laughs> you had it right on there. We're getting we'll, it. We'll get our, we'll get our rhythm we'll get down. Marissa and I, it's going to take a week, but we'll get we'll our get rhythm We'll get it by the end of the week. By Monday? <laughs> It'll be perfect. By Kristen, next Monday. I'm surprised that you don't do herbs. Like basil? We did. Uh, we, we have, uh, no, we have some of that growing. But okay. I, I want actual vegetables. Okay. Yeah, there so, is so something... We've got, uh, we've got some uh, uh, rosemary that would grow. There's something satisfying to that, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Would you raise your own cattle for beef? I would absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If I had the the space, I would do that. I'll bring in some tomatoes tomorrow because we got plenty, and uh, and the ones in the front garden, which uh, I have no idea how they got there, they're ripe. <laughs> so uh, I'll let you guys sample them tomorrow. Here, Nick, this uh, text came in and says these are called volunteer tomatoes, the ones that I guess grew out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and our eastern songbirds love to grab at tomato seeds, and then they end up dropping them and replanting them everywhere. I'm sure that's where because it's right underneath a tree, so I'm sure that's how it happens. Volunteer tomatoes. Actually, in, in, a, in a week or two, though, it's a little bit premature. My wife will be able to yield her first honey from the beehives. <gasps> right? You yeah. should take. Are you going to take video of it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Let me see. Hold on. Order up. All right, so here's a local story. Uh, Milk John and Essen Bakery are teaming up for the first ever Babka a la mode for Rosh Hashanah. Have you ever had Babka? I've not, not knowingly. I think I've had it, and I'm, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I think uh, I was, I was chloroform. No, I, I think I recall having it and es- liking it. Essen Bakery, owned and operated by four-time James Beard nominee uh, Tova Duplessis is known for their famous best-selling chocolate, uh, Halva Babka. That's what I've had. I've had chocolate. Uh, and that, uh, and Babka's the, the Seinfeld episode, yes. right? Yeah, the yeah. Babka. Uh, Amy Wilson's Milk John, one of Philly's most beloved ice cream brands, recently opened their first brick-and-mortar location right next door to Essen. And so now the two have introduced Babka a la mode, which features Essen's chocolate, Havla, and I guess I'm assuming I'm saying this correctly, Babka. Uh, Halva, I guess? Halva? And uh, H-A-L-V-A is how it's spelled. Well, let's go with that. Uh, paired with a pint of Milk John's uh, Tahini Fudge Swirl Ice Cream. Ooh. And it's being made available for pre-order from Saturday the 24th through Monday the 26th. Rosh Hashanah begins in the evening on the 25th and ends in the evening on the 27th. So if you're interested in trying that out, this is a, a kind of a twist on it. A lot of times... Um... Jewish food uh, is maligned for not tasting all that good. I've had some pretty spectacular. My my growing up, my um, uh, my friend Randy, his mother was a, was a really good cook, and I had what I believed to be what she said was authentic, fair, and it was damn good. Nice. Yeah. Well, some of the best restaurants in Philly are those Mediterranean yes, Jewish yes. restaurants. Right. And Essen makes really really good pastries. Well, Laser Wolf, right? Yeah, Laser Wolf. considered like one of the best in the From the future. Zahav, yeah, all Michael Samanov. Okay. All right, uh, let's see what else that. Order! Come on! Yes, chef. Uh, Expert chef uh, Dasuki Utagwa. Okay, we're talking about Jewish food. uh, Has some advice for your next sushi dinner. All right, instead of asking for the freshest fish... Apparently, there's a phrase you need to use. Really? And it is as follows. What's eating well now? No sad, bro. Uh, And they will tell you which fish is at its tastiest. What's eating well now? Yeah, not not what's the freshest fish you have, but what's eating well now? I've been promised by Dr. Mike that he will lead me in my indoctrination into sushi because Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't like it right now. But 
What's eating well? It is our when we want to have a special meal. We always sushi. Go, we always go. Yeah, to sushi. same. Yeah, Kathy. Oh, I know God, not dear you. God, no. Yeah. I tried it twice. Once I had just like a vegetable roll. Yeah. It was good. No problem. I liked it. And then we had. Remember, we had that guy in here. He set up this like giant yes. boat, and he had like suit. It, it looked beautiful. He also had uh, something that was all vegetable. So I tried that, but I guess he had prepared it on the same uh, right. cutting board or whatever as some of the the raw fish, and it had the worst taste to me. And I was like, uh, I'm out, and I've yeah. never tried it again. Hmm. Uh, so Udagawa also recommends starting with sushi rolls and then moving into nigiri, uh, which is a flank of fish on rice. Uh, if you're feeling adventurous, uh, try the sea urchin, and then you can go to just sashimi, which is just uh, the fish, the raw fish alone. So what's the phrase again? Uh, what's eating well now? What's eating well now? Uh, Utagawa also recommends taking care uh, not to overwhelm the fish with too much soy sauce. He says dab a small amount of wasabi onto the sushi directly and then dip it into the soy sauce instead of mixing the wasabi and the soy sauce together, which is kind of the standard move. You put a little bit of the soy or a little bit of the wasabi in a plate and then you pour some Soy in there, and then you mash it Your up. Your wasabi's in my soy. But this is, they say instead, put a little bit of wasabi directly on the sushi and then oh. dip it in the soy sauce. I haven't done that. Steve, that. do you like uh, cream cheese? A little bit, yes. All Not right. always, but yes. I'm thinking that uh, a Philly roll might be your style because you like salmon. Probably, yeah. And uh, dab a little bit of a uh, little bit of soy sauce on a Philly roll with uh, salmon, cream cheese, and then sometimes there's a vegetable in there. I could see that. I you think know, that'd I, be one where you could start and like it. I thought I wasn't a fan of uh, smoked fish, and I had salmon. Um, I adore salmon. Right. That's my main. J- the smoked salmon at the like at the landing there, they do salmon toast. Nagomi's restaurant down here. Unfreaking real. So yes, I might try that then. That might be one for you can start where you can start and I think uh, enjoy it I think right after my is, choco taco. That yes. is a good uh, recommendation, Nick. I would definitely go with the uh, with the Philly roll to start with. All right, it's an easy one, easy one to uh, uh, to stomach, if you will. Uh, all right, let's see. Order one more. Uh, let's see. This might be bad news. Droughts in Massachusetts are impacting cranberry production. No! Which means they might not be a part of your Thanksgiving meal. Don't we hear... Uh, correct me yeah, if they I'm always wrong. say Don't stuff we is, hear this every Thanksgiving? About this and that. There, There's always shortages of this and that. The only time that it was legit was when COVID hit. And then you're like, yeah, wow, you really can't get this stuff at the grocery store. But for the most part, you can find these things. Yeah, you're looking for them. Being more expensive, that's just a way for them to make it more expensive by saying, "I don't know if we can get a cranberries." Huh? Yeah, uh, cranberries grow in flood fields and are very delicate. Too much rain creates a fungus, and not enough rain means why not a fungus roll for that they do not grow. Are you a fan of a, the cranberry? Uh, I know Marissa makes a hell yeah, of a she cranberry makes a really sauce. good cranberry yeah. sauce. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's uh, orange. It's um, it's actually fr- I, it's from the Driscoll. Raspberry container is where I got it. Okay. So if when you buy Driscoll raspberries, you crack it open and they have that huh. recipe inside. Does it have raspberries in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you add it right at the end. Do you feel betrayed? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know. Yeah. No, I because hers is you lying slut. Hers is nice and sweet, and I figured there was something else in there. Brown so. sugar, lots of syrup, cinnamon? orange zest, no cinnamon, oh, syrup, okay. and then you fold the raspberries in. Okay. How about that? Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever been to a cranberry field? I have. I've, a, a bog, yes. A bog? I've, uh, I, um, in New Jersey, Rochelle has a relative who has some friends, and they own some cranberry bogs. And um, 
I found out some interesting stuff about them. You know when they show it flooded like that? Yes. Um, that's just when they harvest them. Right. Um, they have found that the, the reason it makes it easy to harvest that way is cranberries themselves, uh, the, the actual berry, mm-hmm. um, is hollow. Some of it's hollow inside. And so <laughs> it has air, which means that it floats. So they fill those things up with water when they're ready to be picked. And then they have this mechanism that uh, has this uh, kind of cylindrical thing on it that has um, uh, these blades. And it basically whacks the uh, the bush and knocks those things loose. They float to the top. And then they use fans to blow all of the... It makes um, sense. All the cranberries. Yeah. And it makes them easy to harvest. They just scoop them off the top of the water. Wasn't yeah. it the Ocean Spray commercial where they were standing in a bog? Yep. Yeah. That was yeah. one of my uh, fall activities a couple of years ago, the farm in New Jersey. Okay. Go one of the cranberry. You can go, bogs? yeah, 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 and you can. You put the waiters on. You put the waiters on and everything. And no, I did. I actually didn't go and do it, but um, there's a farm out there where you can go and do it. Maybe okay. we can put a cranberry bog next to our watermelon garden here. I would in hope the building. so. I would hope so. We can have all the cranberries we can handle. Um, so, according to Brian Wick of the Cape Cod Cranberry Growers Association, John Wick's less threatening brother, he said, uh, "We'll see what we get for rainfall over the next few weeks." My brother's always out there shooting people and killing, but uh, I like cranberries. Uh, rainfall over the next month could help the cranberry crops just in time for the holidays. Of course. So we what? It's a cranberry miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see what ends up happening. Um, we have a phone call, actually, to uh, take real quick. I'm going to go to, let me see here. Um, I have Jeff on the line. Hey, Jeff, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, Jeff, why are you calling us? Uh, because I just won $1,000. Ah! How about that? Jeff has got $1,000 from you who loot. Nice. Where are you calling us from, Jeff? Abington, Pennsylvania. Nice. You are the first person to win yeah. in this contest, my man. You're done. I can't. It's first time I ever won. That's so good. I'm super, super excited. That's awesome. Uh, are you working today, Jeff? You got the day off or what? No, unfortunately, I'm working. All right. Well, that's okay. Do you work at a cranberry bog by any chance? <laughs> Thinking about it. A thousand bucks in the pocket will make the day go a little bit quicker. Excellent. Congratulations, Jeff. Thanks for listening, man. Thank you very much. All right. more you got it, buddy. And that's the way it works. 10 o'clock is your next opportunity to win with You Who Loot, and it's just that simple. All right, with that, we're going to take a break. Yes? Uh, looking at a live feed here, I know we're going to talk about it, but um, before we go, it looks like if Training Day had Joan Rivers in it. Ah. All right, when we come back, we are going to try out to talk to Casey and company and the big adventure as they are on their way. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. If you want to know what's going on at MMR this week, select our featured section to show up in your app feed. Stay on top of what Jackson, Brent, and Jackie Bam Bam are up to and select their show pages. Plus, you can make sure you're ready to win in the next MMR contest or see our latest concert photos. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Ninety-three. 
93.3 WMMR with another Casey's Big Adventure check-in on the Preston and Steve Show. Not another. It's the first one, actually. Uh, we are going to see how things are going because the fellas got on the road about an hour and 20 minutes ago, something like that. Uh, as they headed out, Casey's Big Adventure driving across country. And initially, it was just, you know, going to be something like Casey driving alone. They were like, well, we need we need to make sure things go safe. So we need yes. a co-pilot. And then we decided we need somebody to document all this. So we have Casey and Jackie and Kyle Mack that are on their way. And let's see. We're, this is kind of an audio check and to make sure that everything is working okay. It's the only way to do it. And we'll see if it indeed is working or not. So, Casey, anybody, can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah. Oh, God. I love it. By the way, we got a text from somebody literally three minutes ago. It says, I am at the same rest stop as Casey on the turnpike. <laughs> yes. You guys, guys stopped at a rest stop? In. Yeah, so we're, we're an hour and a half in, and we've already stopped for two pee breaks, guys. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. We pulled over on the side of the road once. <laughs> Uh, outside, I believe, Morgantown, and Jackie peed behind a tree. Uh, and then um, and then we just pulled into that rest stop so Kyle could go to the bathroom. You're never going to uh, make disclosure, it. I, I went to the bathroom as well because we had a little bit of time to kill. But, yeah, so two pee breaks in the first hour and a half, guys. Casey, you got to be like you got to be like Dad. When everybody gets out of the car, if you have to go, it doesn't matter. We're all going. We're all going to yes. try to go to the bathroom. Well, the first pee break, uh, there were some, some technical things that Kyle and I were working on. So uh, we didn't actually get a chance to do that at that point. So mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm following you with the uh, with the Apple tags and it's giving me kind of a general idea. It looks like you're making good time, good distance, at least uh, a, a, a yeah. approximately 74 miles already. Yeah. Yeah. We only have. Um, let me see. We only have 819 miles left. Of, yeah. In, in this day. <laughs> So, and your your guesstimate, uh, or at least your the 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 discussion was to get into your destination city, which is St. Louis, correct? Yeah, right. Uh, by um, halftime of the Eagles game. Yeah. So right now our arrival time is uh, eight forty two. That does not uh, take into account uh, pee breaks, potty breaks, uh, gas breaks, and uh, and food breaks and stuff. But. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to buzz all through this. Uh, it looks like we are. I, I don't know how. We've got 179 miles left on this first leg here uh, on the uh, the PA Turnpike. I don't know if it's it. We may actually be um, ducking into West Virginia. Yeah, you touched I'm the panhandle. Sure. Yeah. But so you're, you're actually yeah. going to get to several states today because you're going to get a little bit of West Virginia and then you're into Ohio uh, and then uh, Indiana and Illinois and then all the way to Missouri for St. Louis. Yeah, it was actually interesting listening to you guys telling me to get on the blue route. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie. That's the way I would have gone. I mean, you know. (laughs) Jackie, doesn't the glockenspiel player for Whitesnake live in Virginia? (laughs) I don't know. All I see is trees out. (laughs) All he sees is trees. (laughs) So, Jackie, when when you speak, do me a favor. Turn your head towards Casey because he's got the microphone in his earpiece. So it'll be able to hear you. Turn towards Casey. Turn towards me. 
Oh no, my that gosh, guys, work. hang on. Before we go to Jackie, putting putting an earbud in his ear, <laughs> it was like I, it was. I, I don't even know. It was like trying to put an earbud in a dog's ear. It was ridiculous. <laughs> At one point, he had the the actual sound piece of the earbud facing out, um, like. The part that's supposed to go in your ear, he actually had a face in the <laughs> Wow. I can't yeah, really. It, yeah. It's be- is there audio being picked up somewhere else? Because it was better when he was sitting up in his seat. Yeah, right. sit back to your seat. Scoot back where you were. Stop Jack. making out with Casey. <laughs> now I'll lean over to him. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, by the way, how is... How, how is your bladder, by the way, Jackie, as far as uh, holding water? I'm good. Hang on a second, that Casey. When when Kyle was holding the phone up there, it was much better. So if you could, oh, have, it was. Okay. Yes, right, yes. So Kyle, hold the uh, the phone back up there by Jackie. We're, we we got to work out these yeah. uh, well, these issues in order br- to get this. Uh, yeah, uh, you're in it with us to people. run smoothly. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, there you go. Now we can hear you. What were you saying a second ago, Jackie? Uh, Daddy, our driver, Casey Boy, whenever I tell him my bladder's full, he pulls right up or wherever we're at. So I don't even know if I should say that on the air. All right. So whenever he tells you, you, when you say your bladder's full, he, he pulls over to the side to let you pee. I would do the same thing. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Casey, so um, you had mentioned that there was 170-some-odd miles in the first leg. What did you mean by that? Um, just the, the PA turnpike. We hopped on the turnpike. I wasn't sure exactly how long that first uh, PA Turnpike leg was going to be. So when we hopped on, it was about 250 miles, um, and we've got 175 left. So it looks like since hopping on the Turnpike, we've we've gone about 75 miles. Okay. All right. You're showing, yeah. in fact, exactly 75 miles with the uh, the eye tags on board and sending back information. So uh, they're not 100% accurate, but they're ballpark. So, yeah, you're in the right right frame of mind. Uh, Preston, we, we talk about this all the time, taking trips like this. No matter how you plan it out, it never works yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to roll yeah. with that this week. You know, yeah. there are going there's along the way something is going to go wrong, or there's going to be a, a wrong turn, or whatever. But that's part of the adventure. I mean, that's you know, you've you've wanted to drive across the country for how long, Casey? And now you're doing it, and, um, and it's not going to go perfectly well. But I think that's part of the fun. No, and I, I'll tell you what, having this guy uh, to my right is just going to be so entertaining. We we were passing by a truck that had, uh, it looked like it had race cars in the back, you know, like Mac from, uh, from cars. Like, oh, it looks like there's a, you know, like a, like a race car in the back of that truck. And it's like, Jackie didn't even hear what I said. And he goes, you think there's horses back there? <laughs> he so, just didn't hear you at all. About a mile outside of Hershey Harrisburg exit right now. Do you want to? Can you guys have time to stop and visit Dutch Wonderland for the afternoon? Uh, you know what? I wish we did. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jackie was shaking his head yes immediately. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, we got time." No, no, you don't have time. We got all the time in the world. All right, hang on a second. Uh, while we have you guys on the line, there's Mike, who's a truck driver. He's in Illinois and wants to to check in on uh, uh, your guys' drive. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Hey, get Zeus. See you, bud. All right. So, are you uh, currently driving in Illinois? I am. And uh, what did you want to report to us? Well, you know, Casey was just saying that he's got to stop tonight around 8.42, according to his little GPS device. Yep. 
Yeah, that's that's never going to happen. You're never going to be able to do that. Why? <laughs> if if you were if you're a betting man, Mike, with the distance covered for him to get to St. Louis, what what are you figuring? He's currently. Uh, he seems to say he's outside Hershey. Um. He should plan on like a ten or ten thirty getting to his first hotel room tonight. Why is that? Why why you expect him to get caught up? Even just on the turnpike, they're doing construction in the tunnels. Oh. He's going to get delays on construction. Every major interstate across the country has construction going on. It with Biden's um, whole infrastructure right okay. uh, monies that he threw out there last year. Yep. So you always got to add a buffer each an hour each day. Otherwise, he's not going to make. Even uh, even money. with even if you're using like a GPS with like ways that takes traffic into consideration and so on. Yeah, I, I use a trucker GPS that's connected to my phone for live updates on traffic and weather. And um, sometimes it helps to route you around trouble areas. But, yeah. you know, it's. It, the, the roadways, you'd never know what's going to happen. You never know what kind of weather you're going to run into. Either. Yeah, yeah. Mike, okay. what, what are you uh, what are you hauling? Uh, myself? What are you saying? Yeah, in the truck. What, what, what he wants you... to know what you're hauling. Oh, uh, extruded aluminum products out of Cressona, PA. Hmm. Okay. From Hydro. All right, cool. Well, stay safe. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the head up. Uh, heads up, bud. All right, thanks, fellas, and good luck to Casey Boy and Bam Bam. I'm making those time frames. <laughs> All right, we'll see you, man. Okay, so Appreciate Casey, it. could you hear that? I, um, yeah, I did. I, and you know what? You and uh, and I talked to Rochelle because you guys have done this drive before, mm-hmm. and you had told me to budget for you know basically 14 plus hours. So even though my Waze says 8:42, I wasn't you know I didn't think I would get there until you know I was hoping 9:30, 9:45, something like that. Well, I'm looking at the map, and guys, you're you're coming up on one of the only uh, race tracks in the country where the horses do the driving, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to pull over for that. Yeah, man. Check that saying, out. Bro? Maybe that truck was transporting horse race cars. <laughs> Casey, I will uh, Zoom from the game tonight, so you can just watch from my seats. I think he's frozen. I'll be driving. Nah, I'll be driving. All right. All right. And and so now it seems like they're going through a uh, A dead spot. A bad area, which is going to happen from time to time. Uh, Is the... Are are people going to be able to watch you guys all the time? I don't even know the story about this. No, so what we do yeah. is we have it set up. We have a travel log on WMMR.com and PrestonandSteve.com, and we'll keep adding any posts to there. Casey's going to, uh, you know, write little diary entries from there. Mm-hmm. So that's where you'll be able to watch uh, all the updates of everything that's going on all day long. We're going to monitor it, you know, 24 hours a day and keep updating So it. content will be added, but it, but we needed to find out because we don't know what certain areas will be like with coverage and whether yeah. we'll be able to get a signal. But uh, right now, I'm pretty impressed with the signal as, for as far out as they are. We'll see how, how this can continues yeah we're um we're approaching harrisburg west right now hey nick what river did we just go over was that the susquehanna it sure was casey that's the longest non-navigable river in the entire country <laughs> the susquehanna uh-huh I, you know what yeah bam bam you're right that's exactly what jackie just said yeah me. yeah the longest non-navigable river in the yeah, united well, states jackie's the one who told me so right in, in it's, it's rich in iron deposits <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jackie is stop touching my leg. I'm driving, bro. <laughs> oh my god! It really looks like Anna Wintour is sitting next to you, Casey. Oh my gosh! 
over, so your piss don't fall out. <laughs> Jackie's got. You know, Judge. I wish you guys could have seen the, the, the earbud sitting out of his ear. It was. I'm like, are you? He's like, I can't hear anything. Well, now he's leaning like he has eardrops in, so it doesn't fall out. <laughs> By the way, Casey, we had singing along earlier as well. They, oh, you uh, these guys were doing a clap along, singing along a car wash. Kyle, okay, ready, ready. ready. Okay. Go ahead, do it. One, two, three, four. Ah, 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 ah. After car wash, <laughs> working at the car wash, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <After> car wash. <laughs> At the car wash, yeah. <laughs> That's enough. Oh, that was Kyle's got such a good voice, man. That was terrific. Yeah. He's going to add to this whole trip. Yeah. I can't wait till they plug in the karaoke machine. Yeah. I gave him a name, Kyle Jingle. Kyle Jingle? I like that. Yeah, he's a jingle singer. How about Kirby? You, you told, told me he last, last week, he's like, yo, we're riding with Kirby, or Keith, what's his name again? Kirby. Kirby, Kirby oh my jingle God. singer. Kirby. <laughs> we're riding with Pikachu. By the way, Casey, uh, a listener pointed out that um, your GPS says you're arriving at 843, but that's probably 843 St. Louis time, right, which is in the central time zone. So that'd be 943... PA time, which means that the Eagles game will already be an hour and a half or so in. So right? I think our trucker friend was correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good question because um, I, I don't, I didn't know that uh, that GPS. If you're going over, uh, I think it adjusts the 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 time uh, zones because you're on rival. But, but won't won't change is your drive. It'll also time. says if you're using Waze, it right. says how many hours. But it'll tell you yeah, what time and, in St. Louis. And that's be. why I right. thought it was uh, exactly what you're saying, Press, because it says 11, 11 hours. hours. Okay. <laughs> and right. so that is uh, 8.42 or whatever. Okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> We're going to find these things out uh, along the way as we go along. And, and so. for what it's worth, today is the biggest drive and the longest drive. Like, we, we, we wanted you guys to get as far across the country on the first day as possible. And I know today is going to take its toll, and it's going to be a long-ass time in the in the car. But every day subsequently from, from here on out, it's going to be a little bit shorter and a little bit more manageable. So we'll be, and especially tomorrow morning, like we were talking about earlier, we're going to have a lot of fun in the St. Louis area where Preston grew up. Yeah, it's basically, so not only is it going to be a trip across the country, it's going to be a little bit of a trip back in time yeah. for you, Preston. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, well, listen, I, I would love to see if we can figure out how to get uh, better audio on Jackie. That's something that we'll uh, try to tweak as we go along. It was workable, but we can do better. Okay, but we'll see if we can yeah. do a little bit better as it goes on. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll check in with you guys in a little while, okay? Sounds hey, good. Hey, can you do car wash one more time? <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. I think car wash, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working at the car wash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go, gang. <laughs> On the road. Casey, Jackie, Kyle supplying the, uh... Live music in the back. <laughs> and you'll be able to follow along as well. Just go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com when you get a chance. Um, quick, uh, or, you know, we got some time to, we do. Uh, to talk about some things. But uh, with the um, with the funeral today, yes. Queen, uh, I actually had this article and I meant to get to it uh, last week. Obviously, uh, instead of a queen now, England's going to have a king. Right. Charles. And there was a uh, a person named uh, Paul Burrell who served as a butler to Queen Elizabeth and Princess Diana. 
has revealed that Prince Charles was nicknamed the Pampered Prince. The Pampered Prince. By his uh, staff at Clarence House. And there's some interesting things um, about uh, his time there and that he found out about the, the king. Uh, and I'll give you some examples. Yes, please. So uh, staff were reportedly directed to do everything for the monarch in waiting from ironing his shoelaces yes. to squeezing out his toothpaste in the morning for him. <laughs> no, that's true. They, that's, I've heard that as well. It remind, you remember the uh, you remember the movie The Remains of the Day, Preston? I didn't see it. Okay, well they would they, the butler the butler staff the <clears throat> staff would actually take the newspaper and iron the pages so that oh, the wealthy on. Anthony Hopkins and the uh, was one of the uh, the butlers yeah uh, and uh, they would make sure everything was just so so i could see that being the case uh, could you imagine that? Could you imagine having someone iron your shoelaces? No, I no. had a friend who, um, <laughs> well, he would iron his dollar bills so that they were, like, nice and flat for his wallet. Really? <laughs> and they were crisp, God. yeah. Iron his dollar because, bills? Yeah, he, so he, um, yeah, he used to get, like, large tips, the job that he did, and yeah. so he would come home, and instead of them all being, like, bunched up, yeah, he would, he would iron them, stick them in his wallet, nice and neat, fold the wallet. And then that way, when he took it out to like pay for something, it was nice. I iron my cheese so that it's nice. Very, and flat. Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Hey, get grilled no, cheese. As far as bills go, I I do keep them uh, face up. And I in do the same well. direction. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, Pointing and, north, and also in, in yeah, order. Pointing north. No, in order. <laughs> yeah. In in, uh, in numbers, as far as ascending uh, value goes. Uh, but uh, I would never think to iron my money. He was, he was a kid at the time, like I think oh, it was, you know, and okay. he was. It was like his first job where he was getting a decent amount of money. So I think he was probably just excited about I, that. Okay. I think Charles. I think that pampered prince that goes back to his schooling as well. When he was, I think I'm not sure, and it may be it may be William or uh, Harry that I'm thinking of because there's been so many royal family specials on recently, uh, but. That was kind of the name that the other kids at the school that he was at uh, gave him. Okay. Uh, the new king's bath time routine is almost as complicated as that of a toddler. Uh, Burrell says that... Uh, uh, the ass wiping has commenced. Uh, Burrell said that Charles expects his pajamas to be pressed every morning. Oh, yeah. As well as his shoelaces. And the bath plug has to be in a certain position before the bath is only half filled with tepid water. Oh, man. Uh, breakfast is no different when it comes to complicated demands. A former member of the royal staff, uh, Chef Graham Newbold, said that uh, King Charles is a healthy eater and that his breakfast box travels with him wherever he travels to worldwide. Do you know, know what he has every morning for breakfast? Uh, he has. He will have a, a date and a choco taco. A yeah, Choco Taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Chipwich for breakfast. <laughs> um, but uh, what is a breakfast box, anyway? Does anybody know that? Uh, I mean, it sounds that's like... Camilla. Like, oh, just stop it. It sounds like a fancy igloo cooler. Okay. Like, probably just full of his snacks. It's my snackables. His breakfast Where's box. Where's my little faux piece of pizza? With my little cheese and my cracky owls? Uh, the chef... Revealed that... Uh, What's a delightfully good breakfast box this morning, Reginald? Uh, the chef revealed that the new the monarch tots were exquisite. The new monarch can be quite fussy when it comes to food, and that the breakfast box contains six different types of honey, some special uh, muesliss. Yes, it's um, kind of a fibrous cereal. Okay, uh, dried fruit. Yes, and anything else that is special 
which he is a little fussy but about. But when it comes to cereal, I follow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> it always knows. The flavor of fruit. Wherever it grows. Oh, I love that toucan. Uh, Prince Charles would even allegedly send a van of his possessions to his friend's houses ahead of his arrival. The largest bowl of Mr. T, please. Uh, <laughs> I pity the fool who doesn't get all his nutrients. <laughs> Forcing workers uh, to unload his bed furniture and personal toilet seat. He has a personal toilet seat. Wow. wow. Oh, I want one of those. <laughs> uh, Tina Brown also reported in uh, the Palace Papers. That Downtown new, Tina Brown. Uh, that the new wubba, king. Wubba, wubba. <laughs> wubba. Wubba. Um, the, uh, <laughs> do you have your own bathroom at home? Your own your bathroom? Your own bathroom? Yeah. Right. Okay. And your own uh, toilet? Think, well... No, because I've got right. an eleven-year-old who refuses to use his bathroom. Okay, uh, so no. That was the greatest day. So when we moved into our new house, because of the way the house is laid out, I have what is my bathroom, and I have my own toilet. Uh, for the most part, when company comes over, I have to make sure it's extra tidy in case they're going to use it. But um, yeah, nobody else uses like. Yeah. You mean like if like guests come like, over or anything like that? Yeah, no. or just anyone else in the house. It's yeah. not like it's like everyone's using it. I'm I'm the one that uses that toilet. Right. And my wife has that same luxury as well because we had hardly, we had, what, one bathroom in the old house? Right. And now we have two bathrooms and then one half bath with a toilet. Right, yeah. right, yep. Uh, yeah, we got a house full of people and sometimes it's tough to, to yeah. find a spot to squat. <laughs> Do they um, come into your bedroom, though, like where your where your bathroom is? Uh, the, the, the master bath, which yeah. would be, I, I don't sleep in there, but um, yeah, yeah, they will. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes you're like... Seriously? Same, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, you could poop down the hall in your bathroom. By the way, uh, Tina Brown also reported said poop. in the palace <laughs> papers that the new king even travels with his own Kleenex velvet toilet paper. Oh, my right. God. Oh, All right, I need to him. find out what this is. Is that a brand? Or is that actual velvet? Or is toilet? it actual velvet? Velour toilet Velour. paper. Nick, that's a new industry. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's its own brand because Kleenex is a is a brand name, right? Right. right. Uh, These are chinchilla ass wipes. Yeah, it's uh, Kleenex Velvet brand. Okay. Oh, so he wow. travels each. <laughs> it's just like a softer toilet paper. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. What is that velvet? What is that velvet? This is lovely. <laughs> it feels um, so good in my daddy. Uh, if you could, you know, if you could have that kind of treatment. I mean, you know. You know what, though? Anything that was less than that, there's the, the footage of, of Charles. Um, he has this, and it was just a, a week ago. A with the pen? Later, with the pen. Yeah. So uh, he's I wonder to... if you're so hyper used to everything being flawless yeah. that the little things that we just kind of cast off yeah. are much more difficult to deal with. So he's using a pen, and it's it's not writing properly. Right. And, uh, and he starts having a little bit of a... Do this to me every time. God damn it! You ruined it! My mother's dead and you ruined it with your stupid pen! I hate you all! <laughs> Give me a sword, quickly! I shall kill you all! <laughs> My mom's dead. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> 
but yeah, maybe maybe that's it. It's uh, you're brought up a certain way. Yeah, uh, these things are always in this particular order, this shape, whatever it may be. And then when anything is outside of that, then it would be disappointing. Or you, you know, you, yeah, you probably deal with uh, it's. No one gets out without stress. There's always something that comes attached to whatever, even a, a, the most privileged of lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, or living standards, but I guess that's, uh, it just seems, I don't like people fussing over me, and I think that would drive me crazy to have yeah. a, a royal butt wiper and, uh, you know, <laughs> of, a, a toothpaste squeezer. I'm just trying to get people to throw away their freaking trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's all I want. And then you'd be happy. Oh, my God. God. Who left the carton of milk on the floor? <laughs> I just want someone to, like, fold the clothes out of my dryer when it's done. Yeah, that, 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 would that would be, be great. Nice. Right? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Having a royal laundry folder. folder. Yes. But oh in the right God. piles. Like, put the t-shirts together, put the jeans together. Yes, Don't give yes. me one big pile, big pile all mixed no. up. I always thought it was, like, extravagant to get the, like, if you, when you bring when clothes to... Yeah, to the dry cleaner. They'll, they'll, they'll do... Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, can you really, you really do that? But oh, they do it, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what, when... <laughs> I, I when I was a bachelor, it, yeah. was, it was early on, and I just left crap laying all over the place, and I never did my laundry, and it got right. into a giant pile, and it got so big, I'm like, well, I'm just going to take this to the laundromat, <laughs> right. see what I can do there, and and I and I had them, and they they washed it, yeah. they folded it, and they sent it back to me. It cost like way too much to yeah, do it. It's ridiculous. But I was like, this is awfully nice. Yeah. Maybe once in a while. I rent money, but this is really good. <laughs> Maybe on Christmas. If you live in like New York City, that's better than spending half a day just trying to wash and dry and wait for a dryer to open up. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see on a basic level that might make sense. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's too pricey for... Yeah, I mean, you have a you know, get wash it yourself. Yep. Uh, speaking of laundry, uh, jackets are something that you can lend to someone, and usually, as a man, you might be lending your jacket to a female pal. And now, scientists have revealed the reason behind why women feel colder than men. Oh, okay. There is scientific proof now. Well, it's a theory. Uh, Researchers believe that ladies have evolved to feel chilly because it keeps the sexes separate and stops couples from clashing. Hmm. They found the same trait is present in many species of birds and mammals, with the females preferring a cozy, warm den while the males head out. That we have to be, go, we have to go out into the harsh conditions and gather food, something like that, right? Uh, Doctor, or, or get go to the laundromat and get our pre-folded laundry. Uh, Doctor Aaron Levin of the Tel Aviv University said that men and women feel temperature differently. Uh, this difference in thermal sensation did not come about so that we could argue with our partners over air conditioning, but rather the opposite. It said from an evolutionary point of view, it's meant to make a couple take some distance from each other. So that each individual can enjoy some peace and quiet. So it's it's basically nature's way of separating us now and then. That's kind of it. That's what's what the, they're saying. What's the temperature di- situation with you and Rochelle? Because Claire, um, I'll have the AC on 75 and she'll be freezing to death. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Shelby- then again, she has, I have much more mass, you know, uh, than does she. She's 100 and... Ten pounds, nine pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's there's a big difference. I don't know. You've been getting cold in here a lot lately. I, I like have. it because it's, it's absurd, he, though. Well, yeah, because because he'll speak up, and then I'm like, oh, thank God. Yep. 
I think I'm, I'm turning into a woman, to be honest. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to argue with Casey about the... I think I want to have lesbian sex with Preston. No, I didn't say that. That's not, I didn't even, that wasn't even close to what I said. I happy that he was cool. You got to read in between the lines. <laughs> yeah. It's in my mind. Yeah. Everything you said was talking about lesbian sex. I can <laughs> see it in your eyes. Just don't fight your feelings. <laughs> I can't even see my eyes. Uh, I can see. So... I can't fight my feelings any longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have lately, Kathy, yes, I have been noticing that, especially here in the studio, yeah. that it starts getting cold, like, later in the show. And I'll always feel like somebody turned the AC on. It's absurd sometimes. Ugh. I mean, I'm really good in the cold, really good. And I'll be like, you gotta be kidding me. You walk down the hallway, and I, I'm surprised, I've said it many times, that we don't have lightning storms in the hallways because of the temperature shift from yeah. one hallway well, to the other. I think that's part of the problem, yeah. because there's different temperature gauges. You have something and- to compare it to. Yeah. Well, how do you feel right now? Because I'm sweating. No, uh, we're fine. It's, it's don't touch it. I'll break yeah. your fingers Feel off. my hands, Preston. Feel how clammy my hands are. Yeah. I'm Wait, hold on. Wedding. Feel my hands. They're freezing. Oh, great. Let's touch my hands, no, Preston. Touch my hands. Hang on. You're the woman I've always wanted. Come here. How would I feel? She's coming around now. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Freezing cold. Sweating. And this one's sweaty palms. Manthe was right about the lesbian stuff. <laughs> I guess so. We I'm just touched. Now. So, no, from an evolutionary... I'm gonna keep on loving you. From an evolutionary <laughs> point of view, it is meant to make each couple take some distance from each other. Uh, the study has shown that the phenomenon is not unique to humans. Among many species of birds and mammals, females prefer a warmer environment huh. than males. And at certain times, these preferences cause segregation between the two sexes. Is that why you'll often see female birds wearing sweaters? That must be it. Uh, he added that uh, the phenomenon is linked to several other traits seen in animals and humans. For example, females are more likely to huddle together for warmth. Yes. While males maintain more distance and shy away from contact with each other. Though we're, we're comfortable enough that occasionally if it's cold in here, the guys will spoon. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you do have to stay warm to some extent. <laughs> Uh, among many mammals, even in species that live in pairs or in mixed groups all their lives, the males prefer shade, whereas the females prefer sunlight or the males ascend to the peaks of mountains while the females remain in the valleys. Uh, so the study was just published by in a journal Global Ecology and uh, Biogeography added that uh, separation between males and females reduces competition over resources in the environment and keeps away males who may be aggressive and endanger the babies. Well, you when you see footage, and I love, you know, Nat Geo and all the nature films, when you see these animals that have adapted to brutal environmental conditions, yeah. you know, like walking along, but we do, it is weird to remember that periodically, like in an extra cold winter, that deer and other animals will freeze to death. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah, at yeah. some point, there's a breaking right. point where they can only handle so Enough. much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I didn't know that, that there that there, there may be something deeper to why women are usually more chilly than guys are and usually have on like a... Um, a cardigan, a yeah, sweater. Yeah, yeah, something like that. jacket. Yeah. Uh, so, a Nehru jacket. A Nehru jacket. <laughs> It's all the rage nowadays. It's just uh, Wait, what is it? What is a Nehru jacket? Uh, it was the. Remember. It's a sort of an Indian uh, attire. It sort of looks um, almost priestish in the collar. Okay, uh, but you would notice that the Beatles wore them. Um, oh yeah. yeah, Nick just pulled one of these up. Right, I think uh, I could rock that. You? I could look good in a Nehru jacket. <laughs> I would look you terrible. Should. Wow, what Nick's very stylish. Yeah. 
Hmm. No. Is it just, is it sleeveless? It can be. It can be. Okay. Yeah, because all the ones I'm looking at look sleeveless. No thank you on the Nehru. <laughs> no. Pass, yeah. That's my bed Nehru. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we should take a break and uh, return. We do have some bizarre file stories that I think we're going to share with you. And uh, before the show's up, we'll check in with uh, Casey and Jackie sure. and Kyle again and see how the road trip is going because they're working their way across Pennsylvania. They've already passed Harrisburg, and we'll see how things are going. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Bro is back. Round one, bite. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks to your taste buds. So about two and a half years ago, I had finally had it. I just had it with the way I was feeling. I had it with the way I was looking. And I, I, I didn't really know how to kickstart a, a new lifestyle. And, and that's when Squeezed.com entered my life. And I tried my first juice cleanse with Squeezed.com. And I went into my first juice cleanse very, very skeptical. I just wasn't very confident in myself that I was actually going to be able to um, have any success with the juice cleanse. I thought I would cave in, you know, not even halfway through my first day, and I found out pretty quickly that uh, that was not the case for me. Uh, what, what you get with your juice cleanses with Squeeze.com is everything that you need, all the nutrients and everything that you need, and it's all sitting there in your refrigerator waiting for you to, to drink. Your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, your snacks in between, the cashew milk, all of that stuff is just sitting there. The bo- the bottles are numbered so you know exactly which ju- juice to drink at which time. And I, I didn't feel hungry uh, the entire time, and I wasn't like running back and forth to the bathroom. It was actually a very, very comfortable and positive experience for me, and I was actually able to lose a, a you know decent amount of weight in a short amount of time. Uh, and you could do the same thing. So if you order your juices by 1 o'clock today, you could start the cleanse tomorrow. But if you want to start on Monday, you can still go to Squeeze.com, order your juices now, have them delivered to your house over the weekend, and then kick off your week right with the, with the juice cleanse of Squeeze.com. Make sure you use the code RADIO at checkout so you can get free delivery with Squeeze.com. You're going to love this house, Sergeant Riley. Next shot of Lou, uh, you who loot in uh, less than 10 minutes. So be ready, dear friend. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by... <laughs> Modia Apio... Oh. Modia opioid use disorder. There you if go. your loved one is living with opioid use disorder, uh, consider a clinical research study. You can learn more at Modia, O-U-D, study.com. That's M-O-D-I-A, huh. O-U-D, study.com. Sorry, first time I've read that. Yeah, that's interesting, though. I was a little thrown off by that. All right, so we're going to start with this. A very weird story. Police said that a suspect accused of knocking a hole into a neighbor's unit of a townhome and then sticking a gun through it 
before the unit caught on fire and engulfed the entire building has now turned himself in. Hey, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Police said 48-year-old James Gamble Jr. turned himself in. He also turned in an AR-15 and a handgun. Officers responded to a felony menacing in a townhomes in townhomes and a resident there, Sean Todd, said that he called 911 saying that his neighbor knocked on a hole or actually knocked a hole in the wall of his unit and then stuck a gun through it. When police arrived, they said they saw a tactical light shining through the hole. <laughs> it's horrible, but could you imagine you're just sitting there and a yeah. gun barrel comes to the wall? So Todd says, uh, just pounding on the wall. And make then, me a pie. And then all of a sudden, a hammer comes through my wall. He reached through to make the hole bigger, and then he stuck a rifle through it. And all I could see was the barrel of that gun and the flashlight on top of the gun that he stuck through the wall and pointed it at us. Todd said that uh, the pounding... That's on- lazy. That's super lazy. Uh, the pounding on the wall had been happening for days before this incident. And on Thursday, the day before the fire, he said that he called police to file a complaint about the noise and disruptions. He said that police... We're not able to make contact with his neighbor. Uh, then he said, all of a sudden, a bright orange light out of nowhere. And all I could think is, he just lit his house on fire. He said he ran back in his unit to rescue his three dogs. Another resident, uh, Josiah McLeod, who lives above where the fire started, said it didn't take but 10 seconds. And I walked out of the parking lot. I turned around. The flames are already above my apartment, like 20 feet up. Like, this place went up in flames. I really need to consider moving. Uh, just like their neighbor, Todd, uh, McLeod said that uh, they had also heard pounding coming from the unit uh, where the gun was stuck through the wall and the fire appears to have started. Is Poli- it possible this this person was having some issues? Police said seven units were destroyed in the fire. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this guy clearly has some issues with his neighbors and so. tried to, he, th- he thought he was doing the right thing. Yeah, listen, you know? I'll, I'll, by tomorrow, this will all be taken care of. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a pretty messed up story, too. A uh, Dallas anesthesiologist was arrested Wednesday on federal criminal charges for allegedly injecting nerve-blocking agents and other drugs into patient IV bags. Oh, my God. At a surgery center resulting in the death of his co-worker and multiple cardiac emergencies. Uh, Reynaldo Rivera-Ortiz, a 59-year-old doctor, was arrested by Dallas police. And apparently the arrest stems from a series of unexpected cardiac emergencies from May to September. In particular, Dr. Melanie Casper, a 55-year-old anesthesiologist at the surgery center, died in June. She had experienced a medical emergency and died immediately after treating herself for dehydration by using an IV bag of saline taken from the surgical center where she and Ortiz worked. So she died from a lethal dose of a nerve-blocking agent called Bupavacaine, I think is how you say that, or Bupavacaine, which is often used during the administration of of anesthesia. Also, on August 24th, an 18-year-old man had unexpected complications during surgery and had to be hospitalized for several days. Investigators then obtained several IV bags from the surgical facility and found that two had small puncture holes in the clear plastic packaging. Uh, surveillance video connected Ortiz to several of the incidents, and that's how they were able to that's go after him. Diabolical. As a as a suspect, yeah, and it turns out this guy had done it. That is messed up, and one woman dead from that. All right, a story that's a little more local and a follow-up. A Hatfield Township man has been sentenced to jail time and probation after he stole sex toys from the adult world 
in Montgomery Township <laughs> and then fled to a nearby hotel. <laughs> I need a room. Uh, police said uh, Jacob, <laughs> I've got 20 dildos and nine butt plugs. I got to get going. He, uh, he, or Jacob McFarland is his name. Yeah, he entered Adult World, at which point he selected a flashlight and an auto blow AI. <laughs> Then AI means artificial intelligence. To exit the store without paying. Now, here's the interesting thing is that, uh, well, actually, it's follow-up. So uh, he proceeded to exit the store without paying. A store clerk attempted to stop him in the parking lot. Hey, where are you going with that auto blow? However, McFarland threatened to stab him, prompting the clerk to let him go. The complaint states the clerk was able to positively identify uh, identify the suspect as McFarland due to the fact that Marlick McFarland had recently applied for a position at the store. Ah, uh, you can't, can't go rob a place you put in your resume at. And he must have filled out a resume yeah. and they had his information. I know you. Uh, no, you don't. The total value of the stolen items was $345.98. Well, the auto blow looks like a coffee grinder. Uh, seven minutes after, several minutes after the arriving uh, officers showed up, police located McFarland at the Staybridge Suites. Police said McFarland was subsequently taken into custody, at which point they uh, discovered that he had a knife. On Why is Terry person. Bradshaw on the box, Preston? And you know what? We're going to wrap it up there. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. So we're about um, three minutes or so away from uh, the uh, You Who loot. Uh, Marissa went to the it's Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia podcast last night, and they're doing it again tonight. tonight. Right? Yeah, and yeah. in fact, they just uh, released some tickets. Oh, oh, no kidding. Yeah, so okay. uh, if you are interested in going... It was so much fun. Okay. It was so much fun. I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast. But I have. Yeah. So what it is, is they they talk about an episode each time. So Don McCluskey played, and then they played an episode, and then they talked about that podcast. I mean, that episode. Which episode was it? Um, Charlie and Dennis. It's season two. Charlie and Dennis fake their own death. That's okay. That's not the name of it, but that's what the one where it's about. All right. Dennis is wearing the pink dress. They, like, light themselves on fire. They crash the car, but the car, you know, they're not in the car. So um, they, they, they play the episode and then talk about it, or do they talk about it while it's being played? During this live show, they played the entire episode, and then afterwards they came out and started talking about it. And they were just having fun. They were breaking down who was in the writer's room. They started talking about the things they remember, and then it just goes off the rails. Oh, really? Yeah, so they brought out a bottle of their own whiskey, and they started uh, drinking out of the bottle. And then oh. when they asked for cups... Uh, which uh, is right up here, guys, on my Instagram. Um, Charlie started playing Flip Cup. Okay. And the entire Met starts chanting Flipadelphia. Like, Flip, Flip, Flipadelphia. Nice. Charlie couldn't flip a, couldn't flip a cup. So Rob then does the Philly thing, and he chugs his whiskey. He pours a little bit on the table, which is how you play Flip Cup. You got to moisten the table a little bit. And then he couldn't get it either. But oh. it was still pretty funny. And when he did get it, everybody cheered. And it was definitely like hometown welcoming for Rob. Had a good okay. vibe. So they, they were honest and said they didn't know how they were going to approach the live stage presentation. Did it have a sort of improvisational feel to it? Yeah, Steve, I think like anyone we've experienced, I mean, you guys remember the like Charlie Sheen debacle where he thought he could just go on stage and talk for two hours right, and entertain right. people. You do have to have a little bit of a show plan. So they have a girl named Meg Gantz. She's a writer on the show, and right. she kind of keeps it going. She's on the podcast, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 she's the one who's the basic, the basically the producer, basically the you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she, you know, has questions to ask, and then um, listeners submitted questions, plus she would run into the audience a few times. She mm -hmm. picked out a uh, couple who was in the middle of the crowd. She happened to pick up this one couple who flew from England. 
to watch the what? podcast live here. Yeah, they said they they contacted them on Twitter. They had spent all of their money on plane tickets, and so were just barely able to scratch up enough money to to buy tickets for the Met. But they were there, and I mean, this girl was shaking that she got the opportunity to talk to the guys, and she had like a really intelligent question. I mean, you guys know when you just go into the audience, you kind of hope like mm, you seem sober enough, <laughs> right? And many of the audience was not sober enough to so talk the, to the, the crowd was lit up. Did they get unruly? Uh, I mean, there was points when, you know, once they started instigating people to shout out things, then it just kind of, like, went yeah, from there. Yeah, that's when you run the yeah. risk of them <laughs> taking over. So, uh, well, they did it last night. They're doing it again tonight. They're doing it again tonight. Yeah. They encourage people to dress up. They loved seeing people in the crowd as, like, the realtors and, um, I mean, green every man green and, man. Yeah. Charlie was giving credit to all the green men. He's like, I know what it's like to sit in a green man costume for five hours and so it was That's so great. much fun. The bird, I mean, it was it was a blast. If you uh, were on the fence about going, I highly recommend because if you're an Always Sunny fan, I mean, this is this is the ultimate experience. Nice. Well, it's it's way sold out. Yeah. So if you got your tickets, go. No, uh, they just released some tickets. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yes. what you were talking about. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So they just released some more tickets. Yep. All right. Excellent. Well, there you go. Nice. There you go. DVR the game and go to the Met. And get there early and, and watch uh, Don McCloskey perform. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, really so good. So wonderful they were here on Friday. All right. It is time now. Yoo-hoo! Here it is. MMRs. You who loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, the word that we're going to give to you is total, T-O-T-A-L. And you have 15 minutes till after the hour to enter that. There are three ways for you to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry is going to walk away with $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. And the whole thing is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word for this hour is total, T-O-T-A-L. Make sure you enter that now. Good luck to you. We'll see if we win, if you win, if we all win. We'll be back in a second. (laughs) Trash music news, lesson question, that stuff's up next. Stay there. If you like what you hear... You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best-sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD, too. The MMR Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let's see. We had a winner earlier for uh, You Who Loot, and that was uh, Jeff. His name was from Abington. Uh, walked away with $1,000. Can't beat that. You know, so uh, who knows? We might get another winner here in a few moments. If you miss out on the opportunity, just keep in mind, it pops up a few times a day. In fact, we do it at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3, and 5 p.m. every single day. It's crazy. Monday through Friday. We just got started today. Uh, so don't miss the opportunity to win yourself some cash. we got some other things for you to win as well. Today's lesson question. Giving away a four-pack of tickets for WWE Extreme Rules, which is going to be the Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. And we'll ask a question of you to answer now. What kind of fruit garden were we trying to start here at the building? Mm-hmm. 
215-263-WMMR. If you heard that earlier, you should call in now because we got these tickets over here for you to win. What kind of a fruit garden were we trying to start here at the building? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call if you know. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. The present comedian Jay Moore coming Saturday, October 8th. And tickets are on sale at livecasinophilly.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Mark Helgenberger saying she wanted to make sure that the return of her character, Catherine Willows, to CSI Vegas was for the right reason. Helgenberger says she finally got that reason when her check cleared. So there you go. Camilla Cabello admitting she suffered from a bit of imposter syndrome when she joined the cast of The Voice as a coach. Cabello says your mind reels when you think of all the stars The Voice has produced over 11 years because there aren't any. And finally, and finally, a man reportedly charged Queen Elizabeth's coffin lying in state in Westminster Hall on Friday. British police immediately arrested the man who turned out to be Britney Spears' ex-husband, Jason Alexander. Oh. <laughs> can't, can't, can't stand that guy. That's your uh, uh, Hollywood trash. All right. What kind of fruit garden were we trying to start here at the building? That's the answer. We need to find uh, the... That's the question. We need to find the answer to that question. 215-263-WMMR. And we will go to Lenny for the answer. Hey, Lenny, good morning. Well, good morning to you, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. Lenny, what kind of fruit garden were we trying to start here at the building? That would be the watermelon garden. Yeah. yeah. We'd like you to hang on, Lenny. You just got yourself a prize. We are going to give you four pack of tickets for WWE Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center. Saturday, October 8th. And tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Uh, a case? No. Never mind. There was a case of beer that followed up. <laughs> Looks like it's all part of one piece of coffee, but it's what? not. Yeah. It's not at all. But it is time to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. And music news this morning is brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's is still open, so stop by today. Enjoy pumpkin perfection as Rita's pumpkin milkshakes and concretes are back. Be cool and get one of these delicious, fantastic treats only at Rita's. I just have a couple of things real quick for you this morning. Ozzy Osbourne has unreleased songs featuring... Taylor Hawkins uh, that are in the can. I did not know that. I didn't know this either. Both Ozzy and producer Andrew Watt spoke to Rolling Stone while promoting the new Prisoner Number no. 9 album. And Watt explained that uh, for the album, they enlisted the help of Red Hot Chili Peppers' Chad Smith along with Taylor Hawkins with the track God Only Knows featuring both drummers. Uh, Watt revealed there's a bunch of other stuff with Ozzy and Taylor as well. That's going to be used for another thing. No word yet on what that project might be or when it might uh, see a release. This isn't a cover of the Beach Boys song, is it, I assume? I have no idea. I don't know. It might be uh, a song that he wrote with a a similar title. I don't know. Uh, Ozzy also took time out to address the early 80s Eddie Van Halen-Randy Rhodes feud. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, He said, I heard recently that Eddie said that he uh, taught Randy all his licks, uh, and he said he never did. Uh, To be honest, Randy didn't have a nice thing to say about Eddie. Maybe they had a falling out or whatever, but they were rivals, according to Ozzy. 
Well, that's sort of sad. There's two uh, people I enjoy. Yeah, there is. There's audio, and when Eddie passed away, I was just digging around Eddie Van Halen stuff, and I was on YouTube, and apparently there is a recorded phone call of Eddie, and I don't know he was who he was talking to, and it was right when Randy Rhodes died. Is it the one where he says, "I need you to stop"? Talking and no, it wasn't. Uh, it was not that one, which I think is right here. Hang on, Marissa. <laughs> I need you to stop talking yeah. and listen to me. <laughs> but um, no, but he was he was talking about Randy Rhodes, and obviously, you know, God, I can't believe you know the dude's dead, right? But he was also kind of being not so nice when really? he was talking about him as well. I, I don't remember exactly what he had said, but I was kind of surprised, going, "Wow, hey, I didn't know they had." Some kind of a rivalry. Uh, First and, time hearing of it. And then uh, the fact that, you know, Eddie was... Kept, but but it, listen, it was a private phone call. It was between okay, two yeah. people. And he may have just said, yeah, dude was always, you know, kind of whatever. Well, he, he wasn't as great as people thought he was or something along those lines. And you might say that uh, to someone if, if you're speaking right. privately, right. even though someone has passed away. So I didn't hold... Too much against uh, Eddie, but yeah, I'll just see if I can track that. That down. is weird. Uh, it was kind of I, never heard anything. I like was that. not familiar with that. Yeah. yeah. Imagine Dragons lead vocalist Dan Reynolds announced that he and his wife uh, Nico Vega frontwoman Asia Volkman have split up. Oh. Uh, he wrote via Twitter, "I am saddened to say that after many beautiful years together, Asia and I have separated. Uh, being great parents to our children is our number one priority. We remain best of friends but hate each other's guts. Uh, thank you for always supporting us with love and care for all these years. Uh, the two who share four children together, by the way, have been married since 2011. And uh, they said thank you for... Our, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the, since 2011, they have a brief... Had a brief breakup in 2018... Uh, but decided to work things out in 2019. After our 10 more announcements and a documentary, we ask you to respect our privacy. <laughs> and then, this is sad to hear about, but uh, Peter Frampton revealed in a new interview that he'll be performing Sitting Down on his upcoming final shows in Europe. Uh, back in October 2019, Frampton wrapped an, ex- an exhaustive North American Trek, after being forced to slowly quit the road upon discovering that he's suffering from a degenerative muscle disease called inclusion body uh, myositis uh, that slowly weakens the body's muscles. Uh, Frampton was set to play his final shows across Europe with a full-scale tour during the spring of 2020 until the pandemic sidelined his plans. And as it now stands, eight shows are now in the books with the Grammy-winning artist hitting England, Scotland, Belgium, Germany, France, and the Netherlands. And he explained uh, where he's at health-wise these days. He said, well, my legs are not good, and I've decided that I'm going to sit down on these upcoming tour dates in Europe. He said, I can't stand. Uh, That would be dangerous for me now because I get so carried away when I'm playing that I'm liable to fall over. And then he laughed when he said it. He said, it's starting to affect my hands, but not enough yet, so I can still play a good lick. But I'll be honest, I'm so anxious about it. I haven't played over there in so long, and I have progressed in my disease. He said, I sat down for the first time uh, at uh, Buddy Holly's 85th birthday celebration, and he said, and it felt very comfortable. Is this a a type of, or is this similar to dystrophy of some sort? Or like ALS? Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know to what extent it can get to. First announced, it seemed like, yes, it's serious, but it's not life-ending. 
Yeah, if I recall, Steve, it was that. Like, it's going to be um, physically difficult yeah. for him, but I don't think it's a uh, it's a threat to right. his, you know, being alive. Uh, when pressed about any specific regrets that he has over his decades in the business, Frampton admitted only two things. I would have waited to make an, uh, uh, yeah, I would have waited to make an album after Comes Alive and never put I'm in you uh, or put out I'm in you, which is kind of a ballad. Uh, yeah. Song, uh, breaking all the rules would have been much better follow-up record, and I wouldn't have done the Sergeant Pepper's movie. He yeah, said. she said there was another regret. He, he donated some money to a GoFundMe about this uh, Philadelphia guy who was uh, helped a woman in distress, and uh, he would not have done that. Oh, again. he wouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah, it's this guy who uh, paid for gas. <laughs> yeah, paid for gas. Last twenty dollars. Uh, yeah, by the casino. Live and learn, man. Yeah. Live and learn. <laughs> no, I guess so. You didn't, yeah, I mean, you got to be some kind of crazy dupe to fall for that. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. All right, I just got word that we are going to check in uh, with Casey's big adventure. After we take a commercial break, so we'll come back in a moment and we'll see how the fellas are doing on their trek across Pennsylvania yes. right now. Uh, but before you know it, they're going to be in West Virginia and Ohio and so on. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. We'll wrap up the program as well. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Monday, Monday morning. We'll get our letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize in just a little bit. Reminding you, a uh, fairly decent day today. We have uh, sun and clouds and high of about 88. Cooling off, man. By the time we get to Friday, the high temperature on Friday, 67 degrees. That is a big difference between 88 degrees. So we are going to get that fall flavor. Uh, but besides all that, let's get some flavor of what is going on heading across the highways and byways. Born to be wild. Let's find out where the boys are now. It's a Casey's Big Adventure check-in with Preston and Steve on MMR. We've been following along, and uh, day number one, just a handful of hours on the road. Let's go live to the Subaru that the fellas are driving in this morning and um, see how things are going. Casey, how you doing, man? Hey, so far so good. Just, Just got, got done, done uh, with our third pee break of the uh, morning. <laughs> third pee break. <laughs> you know, it's funny. One unofficial. Yeah, Preston observed that we've been here all morning. He hasn't had to pee once, and you guys have stopped three times. <laughs> three times. Yeah, three times. <laughs> well, um, and again, full disclosure, I had to go to the bathroom on the, la- the last one as well. So, Oh, all right. Well, they probably yeah. all had um, coffee but by the this way, morning. Um, what's that? You probably all had coffee. Like, that's going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackie Bam Bam is calling this our annual cross-country <laughs> It's ambitious. Yes. Wow. You know what that, that means? means? It happens every year. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
So no, that's this, what annual means. If it's annual, though, this would be your inaugural. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cross country road yes, trip. So the first one. Um, <laughs> all right. So so everybody's peed now. In this last break, did everybody go to the bathroom just in case? Everybody went little potties. Okay. And bam, bam. I don't know what you meant by this, but you said you were going to go twice, <laughs> and I did go twice. <laughs> You be, okay. Why don't you just? No, I'm, I'm making the unofficial stops. Casey's making the official stops with Kyle. Speaking of, I got a little bit scared because Carl followed me out of the car when Casey ran into the rest stop. I said, "Do you have an extra set of keys?" He said, oh, that would be great. I locked the door. Casey's got him. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, we're back in our Subaru. Everything's fine. Well, the car won't lock if there are keys in it, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to, we're going to have to find out. You can find out somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Mm. So I see you guys on the, the, the following with the Apple Tags. You're at the lower western corner of the state. You're just above uh, Virginia and heading out through uh, into Ohio, correct? Yeah, I just saw signs for Baltimore. So uh, I guess if we <laughs> hopped and went southeast, we'd hit Baltimore. Exactly. But I think we're... Yeah, we're about a hundred or so miles away from uh, our our next exit, and we're going to head into West Virginia. You're showing 162 miles in right now, and that that updates every couple of minutes. So the last was about four minutes ago, 162 miles. So, Casey, are you excited for your first trip into Ohio? I am. I am. Well, it's also going to be my first trip into West Virginia. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Now, you and know I guess, what, Nick, will this take them through Wheeling, West Virginia? Yeah, or? sure will. Okay. And, uh, the good news is, uh, and apologies to our West Virginia listeners, but you're not in that state for very long. Yeah. And then you're right over to uh, Ohio, and then you'll hit up like, uh, what, Cambridge, and then uh, Zanesville, and uh, then go through Columbus. And uh, you can swing by the town that Matt Ritter was talking about and see that concrete <laughs> factory or whatever the hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, where they all have hairy knuckles. <laughs> I'm passing a uh, Cowboys fan. This is ridiculous. He's from Indiana. All over the place, these idiots. <laughs> um, so that's that's very cool. Uh, what is your GPS uh, indicating so far? Has it changed? I assume it has in destination time, correct? You know what? I had to turn it off so I could turn the, uh, this oh, call on right. with you guys. No so, problem. Um, but with the stop, the, the latest P break, I'm sure we're, you know, we're going to get there like 10 minutes later. When you get into Ohio, you got to try their native dish, which is poi. If you got to. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because uh, Kyle was asking, and, and I, I kind of want this to be a food log as well. I, I don't know what the native dishes of Indiana, Ohio. I think it's Boston baked are. beans, right? Oh. Well, it depends on it depends on which cities you're going through. So, if you were going uh, through Cincinnati, Ohio, then you'd want to try the Skyline Chili. That's one of their uh, one of their things. So, each city's kind of got their thing, right, uh, to try yeah. out. And that is a good question. But it all depends on what cities you're going to be going through. And maybe we need to throw that out there. Yes, please. Uh, so those people recommend the you know the thing. Uh, that the city's known for. Obviously, if you're coming through Philly, we'd recommend that you grab a cheesesteak at a particular location. So uh, yeah. th- there might be somewhere. Uh, are they going to go through Columbus, Nick? Yes. Okay. All right, then we'll put it out there to our listeners. What should you guys stop and get in Columbus? Well, they're not going to go through Pittsburgh, are they? No. Not really. I mean, no, they're going near like it. Like it's it's no, no, no ladders, ladders for me. For me. And, uh, we're not going anywhere near Cleveland, so no steamers in our... Uh, future. Okay, no steamers of Cleveland. <laughs> I think 
Cincinnati has a whole bunch of like test kitchens for like uh, White Castle. So you can try oh. some of the you you know, menu items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The menu items that sure. haven't made it national yet. They're testing out there. Well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll about it. Sorry, I'm driving too. I don't want to be distracted. No, I'm around the if you can, we like... just need you to look at the camera more as you're driving, Case. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, how, how much of a dent is put in that Pringles can? We saw you passing it around. Well, uh, I, <laughs> I I wasn't really sharing it. I was just, I, I knew we were going to start the call, but I probably went through about 66% of it. That's the beauty of a Pringles can. You can get a very accurate... Uh, take on yeah. how much you have left because they're all. It's I don't know how they do it. It's a miracle, but uh, yeah, kudos to Pringles. Hey Casey, according I to went, uh, according to Google reviews, uh, the best place to grab a, a bite to eat in Terre Haute is uh, Cackleberries. <laughs> <laughs> Cackleberries in Terre Haute. Yeah. Get all right. Great reviews. I'm, all, I'm on board. Am I going yeah. through Terre Haute? Yeah, it's a uh, 303 South Seventh Street. So write that down. Ask okay. ask for the possum. <laughs> Steve, by the way. Uh, the Pringles can, I went as far as my hand could fit. Okay, so one then, prom uh, date. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I went one prom date, date deep, and, and I had to stop there. All right, no, you guys look like you're all happy and good. You haven't hit that, that, um, we're, we're sick of this yet. Look, right, Preston, you've seen the look. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they got a ways to go yeah, before yeah. that happens. So I'm going to say, uh, oh, we had boy. another sing-along, by the way, as we were exiting the, uh, the rest stop, uh, Jackie and, and. Kyle, we're singing "My Girl," which is really. Can we can we get some? Would you Would you go ahead, guys? When it's cold outside. He's the head injury part. Casey, give them a good rendition of Jimmy Crack Corn. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, Jimmy Crack Corn! Boy. Oh, right, so, by the way, I got a text from somebody that we were wondering what you need to get in certain cities. And this person said, I've been to Columbus before. The thing you need to get there is the F out. <laughs> Sold. Sold. Done and done. Sold. All right, cool. Well, listen, we just wanted to do a check-in. And uh, we're going to spend some more time with you guys, obviously, all tomorrow morning. Big doings tomorrow. Oh, While this happens as you uh, land in uh, the Gateway City in St. Louis. So... Um, yeah, this time tomorrow, hopefully, we'll be uh, below the um, in the craters of the Arch, Preston. Yes, yes, and uh, actually up inside the Arch, up to the top. So we'll see how that goes. All right, and uh, Brent Porsche is coming up next. So when he gets in here, uh, you know, he's going to have a chance to, to check in with you guys later on, too, okay? Yes, sir. Fabulous. All right, stay safe, gentlemen. Over Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go. It's the, the road trip. <laughs> it's the road trip that finally has happened after uh, much planning. And thank you to Subaru and uh, uh, Marriott Hotels and Duncan. Let's not forget. Duncan. They're, they're running on Duncan as well. Uh, the fine people at uh, Duncan helping out. So uh, Brent Porsche is here with us this morning. Good morning, gang. How you doing? Doing buddy? well. How are Excellent. you? Good. So Excellent. you. 
You're filling in for Pierre all week? All this week, yes. Excellent. Yep, yep, and yep. you'll be checking in with these guys all week, too. Yeah, actually, we're uh, one of the workforce blocks. We're going to do some driving songs. Nice. And we're going to check in with them with some driving songs. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. And if anybody's listening, you know, a lot of people listen and stream the station from around the country, you know, see if, uh, you know, anybody can give recommendations because we're looking yeah. at us constantly about where they can stop. Now, obviously, they have an itinerary that's planned out, but we'll see what, what we can get. Yeah, you know, we're posting a whole bunch of videos and stuff on our Instagram account. Great place to leave a comment because we'll all be, you know, looking over those as they go along. Nice. All right, we need to do the letter of the day. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter R's in road trip. All right, and we'll have five letters put together, and on Friday we'll give away $500 from the Bagster. The Bagster. Uh, the Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup, and you can go buy it at a home improvement store, any home improvement store. Fill it, simply schedule your collection, and it is gone. Clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. You know, there's one thing we failed to do across the country. We should have put together a network of jerk mates for them, Preston. Oh, I didn't even think, we didn't even think about that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they do have a banner, and they're going to be taking pictures at uh, spots along the way. Love it. Uh, so we'll have a little photo essay to go along with this whole thing. Uh, what's up on your program today? Yeah, Workforce Blocks, a road trip block on the way with some road trip songs. we got Van Halen, also P.O.D. coming your way at noon. Uh, I have Killers tickets all this mm. week for their show coming up this next Tuesday, the 27th at the Big Joint. Your next shot at $1,000. Part of the you <laughs> loot coming up at noon. And the coffee break is standing by. I love it. Brent Porsche going to take good care of you. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston C. Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. Acme. The official grocery store of the Preston and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Health Partners Plus. Trusted care where and when you need it. Uh, tomorrow on the program, obviously, more of Casey's Big Adventure and more of You Who Loot is taking place. So it's your chance to get some cash from us. Oh, and one more sponsor. I'm sorry. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show also brought to you by Wilmington University. Go to wilmu.edu, dual credit. That's wilmu.edu, dual credit. We'll see what else we get into tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500.